Hey, Herb, this is your girl, Bridgie, and this is Spark Up PVD. Yeah, you already know what it is, your boy Bands. This is Spark Up PVD alongside Christina and Wendell. Yeah. We got a special guest in the house. Yeah, a yeah. very special guest. 25 million streams on Spotify. Mm. Appreciate that. Almost a million views on YouTube. 19K subscribers. A titan. Oh, listen, you know, I actually have to miss the real million, talk. 3 million on YouTube. Oh, three, oh okay. I don't want to correct you. I'm just, <laughs> humble, brag. I'm so humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> so you got sorry. flawless in the house. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. What up? What up? In the building. Let's pop it, fam. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you for coming. We've been anticipating this interview. I've been telling everybody. Since we That's started. I've been scheming on you. I'm like, I can't wait to see you. <laughs> I know. And I appreciate you guys for blessing me with your presence um, at the listening party and at the home show that we did. Thank you so much for, for coming through. You showing always got support. our support. Yes. Always, man. Thank definitely, you. Thank definitely. you. So what's going on, people? What's up with everybody's yeah, day? Chilling. I, was chilling. I want to shout out Hill weekend? real quick for hey, this jersey. Um, excuse me, sir. Can fire. you respond to my message? Thank you. I need one. <laughs> Fire. I need yeah, the yellow I, I, one. I need one of them joints too, man. Yeah. Rocking yeah. the video for sure. Serious. Serious. Yeah. Serious. That's a good placement right there. So we do have Flawless here with us, but we are going to do a little bit of the same things we do all the time. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm part of the show today. He's part of the show with us. Yep. Facts. So we're going to start with the culture shock. And I'm going to get probably the worst thing out of the way because I know Ruben's a Kardashian hater. <laughs> so um, season, I think this is like season 50, but no, I think it's season 20. 12 of 300. the keeping up with the Kardashians and there was a One fight too longer <laughs> stop there was a fight between the sisters because they had set up a meeting and Kim set it up for a time that Courtney couldn't be there Courtney's the one with a three kids i think she's the most natural one the the most natural one yes <laughs> she's also the yeah. oldest one it's funny that you even gotta say that that way i know i mean it's crazy but so they were fighting and they went on a they were on a twitter beef they were going back and forth chloe kim and courtney and courtney saying that just because i'm famous doesn't mean i have to devote my time to this like i put my kids first and kim took As it offensive because kim was like oh you don't have a life i'm the most hardworking one like she's just coming at her neck and we all know kim does anything for fame so um she took it offensive and they were going back and forth on twitter a little sister feud on twitter and it was pretty interesting like they don't have each other's numbers though i'm saying it's all publicity it's all publicity the show's coming out again new season they want ratings up yeah they're smart girls they are smart pop quiz who's the who's the richest one oh kim really oh wait no Kylie. kylie Kylie is the richest. That's no, crazy. She's about the youngest. To be a billionaire. And she made it she's two the times faster than all of them. I mean, Kim had to pave the way. If True. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you know, she paved the way. Right. Oh, yeah, she paved. <laughs> yeah, she paved Correct. the way. Um, but, you know, she's the richest right now. And she does absolutely nothing. That's crazy. She just pays for Off things. Makeup to get lines. All she does is the lines. She does the makeup, makeup lines, the fashion lines, and, you the know. The fake booty and the fake lips. Social media, oh, you know, you know, you, you know what she's making a post right now on social media? Because a lot of people don't understand this, but re- recently, this just happened. Mm. Um, Facebook and Instagram um, views. Are counted as streams now Like so it mm. you Might as well just say It's revenue right So for every view now On Instagram It's a revenue Which now has her Making to close up To a million dollars A post What? Mm. That's crazy Yo my That's guy mind blowing 
That think is, about that. Let's th- let's let's seriously think about. And it's there's people that throw their pulls out for free. Exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> Guy, that's crazy. Almost a million, if not a million dollars, a post she's averaging right now. And with she, with that new thing that's just come in. Like me, you know, for somebody like me, like I have I have um like five hundred K on mm-hmm. on YouTube for Doctor. But on Facebook it has seventeen million. Do you know what that would have done for me if this would have been like now? Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If like if it Facebook was always like that. Views would have counted. Like are you kidding me? So now it changes the game. It changes the game even more for somebody like her who's so influential, has so many followers. Like it's so crazy now. The the money in social media is is unreal. Incredible, yeah. It's unreal. I don't know how long it's gonna last but man if you can get on the wave man get, <laughs> get on get the on wave that's why you see a bunch of like people like promoting like oh my god I just use this lip balm it's so good use my yeah, 20% off thing yeah, Fashion Nova's big right now mm-hmm. on that too Killing yeah, Fashion Nova Killing and, and they just released a men's line yeah nigga Nova which is big yeah <laughs> like if you think about the way that everything is being consumed from you know Toys R Us going out of business you know what I mean like you know if I need anything I go to Amazon Yes. Yeah, same facts. Like my daughter's like, oh, I need a baby for my for my Barbie. I'm like, all right, hold on, Barbie. <laughs> baby. Wait, 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 wait. I'm like, well, Amazon Prime. Wait. It'll be here in two days. Like I'm yeah. like, hey, okay, check out. All right, I got a baby. It's, it'll be right yep. there. It's easy. It's like, wait. We're right there. Yeah, I got you right now. I got yep. you right now. Oh, I'm wait, not. I found one that's here tomorrow. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not driving to Route Two. To Toys R Us mm-hmm. to look for a baby, like it, yeah. if I don't need to, like uh-huh. think about the everyday life. We exactly. don't have time for that. Yeah. So you know, it's it's this is a you know the electronic is it's a powerful thing, but it's it's, it's dangerous. dangerous. But it's it's also made our lives so much easier. It you has, know? It has. It's mad scary to think how fast like time goes, and like when you're not on social media, we talk about this all the time. When you're not on social media for one day, it feels like you missed a million things. That's why you look at right now. We're talking about the Kardashians arguing on Twitter. They know what they're doing. Exactly. They they want the world. They could easily text each other that. They would easily be at their mother's house arguing in the kitchen if the cameras are rolling. They wouldn't be on Twitter if the cameras That's are rolling. True. Yep. They would be in the kitchen exactly. arguing face to face. But because it's off season, mm-hmm. they got to see it somehow, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to stage it in a video. That would look foolish. Then we look desperate. Yeah. So let's tweet each other. It's brilliant. Shout out to the Kardashians. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Jenner is That's a monster. Marketing I'm about to disguise Jones on Twitter really right is. now. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, to break that something. is crazy, though. Just think about it. Like, yeah. You we we look at it like oh shit they're beefing but they're like they're probably laughing at us yeah, like man. look at those these people swallowing they're sitting this, like, next to each other when know. they tweet it they probably are. they probably they're like oh, oh about it. say this and I'm gonna say this <laughs> yeah exactly oh exactly. that that will look really and, cool and you, you know what this. the you know what the crazy thing is some of that stuff they really do want to say mm-hmm. yep. so that's also mm-hmm. another way where they can get their frustrations yeah. out on each other and call it ah, we were just playing but she was like yeah I really meant that. When I called it this. You know what was crazy with those tweets? They had the hashtag keeping up with the Kardashians in every single tweet that no. exactly. Exactly. No. That just that's proof right there. I didn't Ooh. see I didn't catch that. That's proof I, right there. Yo, anything Kardashian, I'm not looking up. Honestly, <laughs> to be truthful with you, it pops up on my screen, I just go. Yeah, but swipe where up, you don't up, a million of Unless it's a Kim K nude, I'm really not interested. But you know what's crazy <laughs> but with honestly, Kim K? I'm not I'm not even crazy about uh, that. Yeah, but I just want to see it quick but and then I'll uh, You know what's crazy? I'm not gonna save it. <laughs> no, it's crazy with Kim K. Beyonce had the picture, had the Vogue photo shoot oh, out that dropped, shit, and then true. it was like Kim K's bat signal went up. Her Google alerts went mm-hmm. up, and Kim yeah. K dropped that no picture. Facts. 
like that's, randomly. That's it, was like, the last it was like time. her Google alerts was like, Beyonce just posted something. I got to get that attention back to me. That's crazy. That's exactly what happened. That's what happened when um Jeezy and Beyonce had the twins. Yep. She went on and she was like, oh, I want a baby now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She literally went on. I got cut off for a second. I'm back. Okay. I'm back. Okay, so moving on to the next thing, there's uh Tyler Mitchell speaking of Beyonce. Oh, 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 oh. hold on. Can I say um what happened, Kanye? something about the Kardashians that I seen today that um oh, Trish, on, Tristan on, Thomas on felt like he was stuck in that relationship. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's that's the, that, that movie Get Out is based on the Kardashians. Yeah, it no, it's not. Yes, no, it is. They got the curse. Yes, it is. Yes, it they is. got the curse. Facts. Facts. I'm telling you right now. Tiger, Tiger did. Everybody that's been with them, yeah, he just got out of the curse. He just said it but everybody that has been with them their career has literally plummeted to nothing i'm not even joking reggie bush yep. uh i don't lamar even know what odom. the other lamar uh, odom i don't even know what the uh, other guy uh, Chris, uh, Humphreys. yeah humphreys. humphreys there's a humphreys. austin guy too a football player yeah oh, miles uh, austin yeah he miles went austin he went down he got hurt um uh, oh my god james, Har- james harden got hurt james harden got james hurt james harden, harden was with who he, he, he was, was with chloe chloe, chloe. Messing. That's why he only got hurt yeah. real a little bit. <laughs> French kind of declined French when he was French messing, declined when he was messing with bit. Chloe mm-hmm. for sure. Then then he stopped and he got that hit with uh, Sway Lee. Mm. See what I'm saying? Maybe Keep they playing. Have the magic. And you know and you know Kanye put out one of his best albums. Kanye, he was an Amber Rose and then he just went. Kanye uh, is in the sunken since. place right now. Yes. Sad. God. Don't. Those, yo, those, she's like she's number she's one Kanye <laughs> stand. Kanye stand. So literally anything you let say. Let me ask you a question. No, seriously. Let me ask you a serious question. Serious question. Uh huh. What do you think about the new Kanye album? For like real. It. For real. You like, like it? it? Okay. I don't think it's his best work, but I like it. Okay. All right. You 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 said the right thing, but w- when you put his work next to something like that, and I don't mean something like that, like it's it's a piece of trash. I'm just saying, like it's so underwhelming when you know somebody's potential, mm-hmm. and that that false prophets track by J Cole is all about Kanye. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you, you, know, you, you know what I mean. 100%. It's a hundred percent about Kanye because that's how I felt when Jay when Jay dropped that. I was like, man, like that's he's so cut from my cloth because, wow, like he has the voice to say it, and he did. Like he's. It's just, it's just right now what's going on. I don't know what's distracting or, or what it is, but it's not, it's not him, man. It's not the same yay. It's not. It's definitely you not. It's I think he. I think because he's been through. I mean, not to put in excuses for him because I don't know him personally, but I think that he's been through so many things in life that he kind of lost his way with his creativity. Like his mother passing. Like his mother like passing. That. His yeah, fiance left him. There was something his wife got robbed and he talks of I don't know if people say Kim staged it but the way he talks about it in the but Charlemagne see, you're, you're, interview you're naming three things that happened over a course of some several years yeah. it's not like that like if that would have happened in a like, month I'd have been yeah, like man I understand. Like, yeah, I understand but, yeah, but, but his I'm, mom passed three years then his wife got robbed like it's not like yeah but I'm talking about in the sense of like like you saying, comparing his music. I don't even. I don't know if his wife got robbed for real because they oh, need that publicity. It was, it was but, on the show. But they you're do saying need that publicity. The, um, there you go. If it was on the show, it was like when <laughs> yo, his album bags, yo, lyrically started getting weaker. I guess you could. Well, no, I'm not it's gonna been, put that. It's been on a decline ever yeah. since my dark twisted it's a, fantasy. It's a, you know That's what, what I'm it is? Saying, though, it I think it's a depressive time. stage. I don't think yes. it's it's bad music. I think it's, it's the, very the energy that he's giving out yeah. is like really, yeah. really depressive. Even like his tweets sometimes, like you know, uh, something, something like uh, uh, stop me from you know how how not to kill yourself yeah. 101 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like he's going through it right now. Like but he's not know, a happy dude. You know, Kanye doesn't talk to us unless he wants to sell us something. That's, That's true. Too. So 
that's so when he starts tweeting, starts doing things like that, he, he has an album coming out. He has something coming out, the Yeezys or a fashion Facts. show that looks like homeless clothing and it's yeah. But it's popular. Yeah, fun fact, he's about to be a billionaire because yeah, of Yeezy. He he did predict it from uh with the from the Adidas, Adidas. I, I could Adidas yeah, I could never more. see myself paying that much money for for a pair of them sneakers. Me neither. No, I mean crazy. I'm lying. I mean, but, but I mean don't get me wrong, I think some of them are fire to be honest like, like I'd be looking are, at people's yeah. But the like, price damn. is just amazing. But the yeah. price too fifty. Like, like, oh, let me give you a story. Real, real talk. Yesterday, um, I had seen. I mean, like last Saturday or Saturday just passed. I had seen somebody, um, like put up a picture of them like in front of the, the the TV, the computer screen, and they had like their order number with the Jordans. And he was like, "I got mine." Like, I wasn't about to slack off. And I'm like, "Wow!" Like technology now. Mm-hmm. You're not standing outside of the line of the store, Back right? The you're bed. online, like boom, right? <laughs> Waiting. So I'm like, man, those are on such high demand. So I'm like, I go to Eblins yesterday. I had stopped in because it's back to school shopping. I'm looking for my kids and I'm not even looking for me. And they had the new Jordans. I'm like, y'all got these in stock? They're like, yeah. I'm like, oh. She's like, 190. I'm like, 190? <laughs> like, damn, these are fire. But they used, I don't even know if I'm like maybe out of touch because I've been like in business and I kind of like. You know, I move around so much and other people get things for me, but I'm like, 190 That's nah, a lot of nah, money nah, for a pair of sneakers. $200 for Jordans? Like, Yo, damn. Man. That's crazy. My, my daughter's size, they wanted 90 bucks. I'm like, nah, she's getting Air Force Ones for 40 bucks. Like especially like I don't know Like a lot of people Support the Jordan brand It's cool Like a lot of people Support brands Without knowing What's really behind the brand yeah. We were just exactly. talking About this off Before we got started And that's I think For more important for me Is I like to know What's behind the thing I'm supporting Mm-hmm and if if what what's behind it ain't ain't right, I'm not I'm not rocking with it. You know what I mean? Nice. And like even Jordan sometimes like his makes questionable moves. Yeah, he's mad says, suspect. You know what I mean? And his <laughs> personality around suspect. his reputation isn't really the best, hey. especially with kids. I'm like <laughs> he's very suspect. Like I don't, don't tell I don't you think, how I feel about Jordan. Yeah, like, you know like, what I'm saying. I feel like he owes me a check. Like, yeah, because you know I, mean? like, I helped him level up. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Where's my free Jordans? Yeah. Where's yeah. You know crazy. what I mean? He never looked out for the hood. No. You know what I mean? We never. still don't. We like, still don't. I like, don't even think I like remember. Black people. I remember in high school, we used to bunk school to go get Jordans. We was just doing the lo- most for doing the most for a pair of sneakers. And some people are getting evicted over these sneakers. They rather <laughs> no seriously, and this is a real thing. People will buy Jordans over paying their rent or trying to feed their kids. You got kids starving, cause why? Cause people want to buy Jordans. They want to. I got them Jays though. He should at least saying? he should at least left them at the same price that they've always you been. Know, you know. The- I when I, I when think I think about brands Nike, when I think about brands I always and this might be like stoner talk right but I don't care I'm let's do it let's do it when I when I think about <laughs> brands I always think about as if like when I think about another world right mm. like when I picture aliens right I picture aliens like I guess naked like I don't picture an alien in a hoodie with a fool <laughs> hat. That's and true. some jeans and Facts. some J's. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. As as I, I human think you just beings, blew mad people's minds right, right? now. Right. But think They're about like, that. Yo, I never thought of that. As human <laughs> beings, we put so much value on what really is just covering us. Like that it's crazy. True. Like I'm like, yo, when I picture like an alien, I picture an alien just like alien like i don't put your alien in a food like a, like a versace sweater <laughs> like gucci exactly. belt like oh that alien has got it popping like no like i don't ask and we that's what we are we're a species and like it's mm-hmm. like yo we put so much value on the things that really like these things here they just meant so we don't cut our feet mm-hmm. we walk on gravel like mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and we put so much value we don't want to dirty these things that we have that are used 
just to, to protect our the feet. Dirt. Yeah, they meant for the Facts. for the dirt, <laughs> and we don't want to get them dirty. That just got deep. <laughs> it's that true. Just got deep. That's you gotta true. smoke one and think about stuff like that, <laughs> man. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, since you mentioned aliens, do you believe in aliens? Like, absolutely. All right. So I'm not going. It's just to think that with. This is what I this is what I say to everybody. That, that I, I end it with this and I, I kill him right away. I'm like, to think that we're the only thing is on this on the in this universe with all the galaxies and everything is stupid because when you look at a dog, that's a different species. Mm-hmm. When you look at a giraffe, it's only familiar because we're born knowing what those mm-hmm. things are. Mm-hmm. If we never knew what a giraffe was and he came one came walking down the street, we would run for our lives. We like would say it was an alien. That dinosaur just mm-hmm. came yeah. running down <laughs> the road. That actually happened in World War Two. Um, when the pilots went to like islands off the coast of Japan, they you know they landed their planes there, and the people there started making monuments of these people with helmets and and driving planes. Exactly. You know what I mean? So basically, what's not um, familiar familiar to you you're gonna either idolize it think or it's a phenomenon it. yeah. you think it's yeah. a god like yeah, exactly. so so for me like it's like it's only familiar like you look at a whale a shark like these things that are in the ocean like it's crazy like there's so many um, species here with us why would you think we're the only thing in this universe like it's just crazy so true. Yeah. and they're always discovering some new fish and some new th- something 70% of the ocean is undiscovered yo but how do we 70? know that but how do we know like how much? Because we know much. because we know how big the mass is, and we know we've only seen so much of it. You yeah, know, we've only explored. Know, but how do you know if it goes bottom? even further? To me, the Earth is flat. <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Oh yeah, don't. I'm tell a flat Earth. No, yeah, I'm a flat Earth. I got theories about that. I'm a flat Earth. I'm a flat Earth. Here's why I'm a flat Earth. Real talk. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the things because of all the Photoshop pictures of Earth of the Moon too. Okay, you know what I mean. Um, and, and how they all they all come back into one picture that that that's really been done, um, because of the Antarctica walls, and the fact that you know every country has signed a treaty not to go there, and it's the only treaty in history that's never been broken, so it's a it's a, it's it, you can't go there. It's, it's a territory that don't want to be touched. Now, what I feel like is that the Earth is flat. We're surrounded by the ice walls, and maybe. Something is beyond the ice walls. Maybe there's more land. Maybe there's a community of higher ups, like the Rockefellers, like the people that kind of run everything. Maybe there's more to this world, more land, more animals. Maybe there's a, you know what I mean? We don't know. But we're being confined to this. And they want us to think that this is all that is. But I'm still not a flat earther. Yes. I feel you on what you're saying. I actually I believe the flight I, patterns I would believe the, what, the flight patterns also give that's, me the flat That's where earth. I was going. That's I, crazy. I believe that before I f- believe that the earth is flat. Like there's a hole in the center of the two polar ice caps. I believe that faster than that we are flat earth. Like, okay. like why can't yeah. we fly the shortest because distance? Because there was a lady, you know, on a flight to and I'm going to use random countries cuz I can't remember it verbatim, right? Mm-hmm. But let's just say, you know, um on a round earth you know, she's flying from California to Japan, right? She has to and fly the longest way. And no, no, she's flying there, right? And um, she ends up having a baby on the plane. So the pilot needs to have an emergency stop. Okay. Right? So he stops in Russia. I'm, I'm just saying name, random countries, <laughs> right? So he stops in Russia, emergency flight to, to drop the, the lady that just had a baby off. Like, get this lady <laughs> off. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then continues 
to China, whatever, Japan, whatever I just said. Now, on a round earth, he would have had to go an extra 1,200 miles north when it would have been a shorter distance just to go where he was going. Mm-hmm. But to drop her off 1,200 miles north, then just to go where he was going, that was a shorter distance. It makes no sense, right? But on a flat earth, where he stopped to drop that lady off, was dead halfway to where they were going. And there's like seven, eight, nine different instances and examples of that that I have studied because I have a lot of downtime on a tour bus. And it's convinced me, like, yo, what? We're on a flat plane. I'm still not. It makes sense. It makes sense. Like only the flight. Yo, I was very skeptical, but Mm -hmm. when when I started looking into like the flights for real, for real, I dove into that like five days and was like, yo, we're on a flat Earth. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. Didn't Lupe Fiasco get clowned for that? So did hey, Kyrie. So did Kyrie Yo, Irving. Uh, B.O.B. Hey. B.O.B. got clowned. Hey, I'm yeah. on the Mount Rushmore flat earth. Me, Kyrie, B.O.B. B.O.B. Lupe, reach out to Flawless. Y'all need to have a show on this. Yeah. Uh, man, so, so you believe in ghosts? Yes, you believe absolutely. in aliens? I definitely believe I in believe ghosts. I believe in ghosts for sure. I have seen a ghost, and yeah. I swear on everything You're I love. You're not yes. the only one who says it. Where at? Yeah. When I was 13, yeah. when I was... Yeah, when I was... When I was 13, we lived in a house, a one-family house, and I was the most happiest kid in the world because we used to live in the ghetto, and my mom got us like out of there and put us on this house on River Ave, which is still the ghetto because yeah. it's all Smith Street. It's, it's mm-hmm. a, but to me, river. we was yeah. in a house. You yeah, know what I mean? But it was close. And we got yeah. stairs yeah. in that house. I thought it was... Yeah. And it ain't the projects yeah, you, yo, we in there. Up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was an old house, and the lady didn't want to... Didn't wanna, uh, didn't want to sell the house, so we rented it to own. She's like, oh, well, I rented to you for the first year because she grew up in the house. Mm. So, you know, little things just started happening. Like, where my room was, I had um, <clears throat> I had a window in my closet. It was weird. I had a little window in my closet. I would, like, sneak there and smoke. I was, like, 13. I sneaked there and smoke out the window, thinking my mom yeah. would never smell Damn, it. <laughs> Dumbass nigga, right? Yeah. <laughs> Dumb kid. <laughs> Dumb kid. But... Like the faucet would, the bathroom would be like near my room, and the faucet would like turn on a little bit, you know what I mean? Little things like that. And then when I w- went down to the basement one day with my sister, we went down and, and we were gonna go down and like smoke, and uh, we seen this old lady going into the dryer. And I looked at my sister to make sure that she was like seeing it, and the lady like looked at us and she went and she disappeared. And mm. I, 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 my sister, we told my mom, and my mom's like, she's Spanish. So she's like, no, man, that's a brujeria. She don't believe in none of that. Like, she's like, don't talk to me about that stuff. So whatever, little things would happen, you know, the force of turning on. And one day, I was sleeping, and this little girl comes, and she, and she, and she hits me, like, on the shoulder. Mm. And she's Did like, you hey. feel it? I, I don't know if I felt it physically, but spiritually I did because mm. I was up with her. She yeah. woke me up in her realm, but when I woke up, I was in her room. It wasn't my room. It was her room. Oh, wow. And she showed me around. She's like, you want to play? And she's showing me around the house. It was crazy because at the time that she's showing me around the house, they're having a family party and there's mad people downstairs dancing to old music. Like, there's people there. And she's showing me all around the house and it's all older, my house, right? I swear to God, this is all true facts. And when she took me to the backyard, the kids were playing, like, on a tire swing. And that's all I, like, remembered from the dream. And then I woke up. And the first thing I, like, remember was, like, the, her face, like, waking me up and showing me. And I'm like, yo, like, I saw a little girl last night. She woke me up. Was that real? Like, I'm, like, thinking about it. Boom. And I'm, like, retracing my steps. I'm looking. I rem- I'm remembering the people. And I go to the backyard. And I could see on the tree there was a, a ripped rope 
on the same branch that they they used to be a tire swing there. So the fact that she, wow. like when I saw the tire swing, Whoa. I saw like the old rip rope on still on the tree, and I was like from the tire swing. So I knew like what I saw was real. You know what I mean? Then it was like one night I go in the kitchen and I saw the mom like cooking for the same little girl, and they saw me and they did the same like. You know what I mean? Like, he stuff like us. that. So my mother was never, like, into it. You know, long story short, we, we, the, um, my, sister's, my sister's room catches on fire randomly. And it was a long story. But we, 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 we survived the fire. Then my mother, the next, like, the next night, one night, she, she let out a scream. I went to go check on her. She, she was, like, kind of shook, but she didn't say nothing. We moved out the next day. We were out of that house the next day. <laughs> Your mom sees something. She sees something because, right? yo, that's one thing about Spanish well, Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish, right? So what I did was, me being 13, I was like, some kid's going to get this room. And I want to mm. tell them that there's people in here. So I wrote a letter to the next person. Boom, about, Dude, about the mom. that kid's life Right? Up. And I put it in the top <laughs> shelf. I put it in the top shelf of the closet. Boom. So we already moved out. All I had was the TV and the video game because my mother was still packing up. So I, I, I like to play my game while she be still wrapping everything up. Yeah, so you don't get in trouble. Yeah, right? <laughs> so the next day we like went to get like the last of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just did like a dummy check in the room, like made sure I didn't leave nothing. And I opened the closet and the note was in a thousand pieces on the floor, like ripped up, like Yo. all over the place. Like, And I was like, Whoa. oh. And I was like, all right, well, we just don't want nobody to know. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. But I, Yo, and you know crazy. what? You know what's crazy? I pass by that house a lot when I'm home because I want to buy it. Like, I'm going to buy that house. You're mm. crazy. Because I know what's let's in there. Like, let's do it. He's like, let's do it. <laughs> no, like, that's a goal of mine. Like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to buy that house. Like, I'm waiting. Like, I keep looking. Like, to is live it for in sale? It? Is it for sale? Not to live in it. I just want it. I want it to be my house. I, and, and So you I can hear know. all the horror stories of <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it. I would do with it, but I, I, I know I want the house. Like, mm. because of what I experienced in it, like, that doesn't die. They're there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're there. But they're there. They didn't try to harm you, so it's No, like, it never so, was a harmful so thing. It never yeah. was harmful. So it never was malicious. Just, no, it never was there. malicious. And and honestly, the two times I saw the mom, like the grandmother, not the mom, because the um the, the grandmother, um, the old lady, um, she she this she would like avoid us. She would never, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was never it wasn't like, confrontational. Nah, it never was. It never was. But it was always felt wow. there, like for sure, you know. Yo, I, I believe some heavy in that stuff. Yeah, that's why like you know when you started talking. I'm like, yo, my hands are standing up. When I move into a house, I I, I can feel it. Like, mm-hmm. I know. So I always, like, if I walk into a room, I can feel the presence. Like, it's just weird. You're I know. I feel it's it. energy. Yeah. There's energy. an energy. Yeah, it's a different type of Because I'm big on energy. It. And I, I feel like, you know, like, let's say somebody, even, like, when somebody's, like, trying to bullshit me, like, I could feel the energy. Like, yo, you're, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know what I mean? The only thing that was a little malicious was that when my sister's room caught on fire, the, the landlady, she was more worried about the house. You know what I mean? Mm. If the house was in good condition. But when she came and we told her like about how the, how it happened, her mom had died in a fire in that same room. Oh, wow. Oh. So that's where it was like, was she trying to kill my sister like in the same fire? Like, was she trying to like start the same type of fire that oh. they had? Like, you know wow. what I mean? So, and then my mom, like it was only like, when we, after that fire, it was only like a week later when my mom got spooked and she said she saw three burnt. She told me after a year, I got older, she saw three burnt people in the in the house. So yeah, they, I'll get anybody they were ready. To, they were ready for us to go. Yeah, like they I was saying, oh. to go. Spanish people. Soon as they see something, they're like, "Nope, we gotta get out of here." Nah, yeah, we ain't a, like Maybe the white people. Every time I there. see ghost movies and like mm-hmm. horror movies, and I'm like, like oh, let's this stay. would never work with a Spanish yeah. family because I'm back. out. 
All black people. Yeah, all black people. Anybody. Like, you know what I mean? It's just so funny with the horror movies. Like, you still stay there after something happens. Like, no. No, no, I'm not the first thing smoking out of the city. Yo. For real. Yo, imagine that. I don't know, but I hear a lot of people saying they believe in ghosts. And I believe in it because I know this is going to sound crazy to some people, but, you know, Dominicans are big on spirituality. Mm -hmm. Like, they're religious, like, they're Catholic, but also they believe in the saints. And, like, so I've witnessed people, like, telling me things that there's no way they can guess. Like, I remember I went to go read my cards when I was pregnant. They told me that I was having a girl. They told me um, later in like in life like personal things that would happen to me and they have happened. Damn. And she even told me about I went to go read my cards with another woman and she was telling me about um, she was like there's a dead dog in here did did was there a dog in your family that died and you guys Toby. loved him very much? No He's way. here. Mm-hmm. No, not him. Ring thing. Ring thing. Wow. From way back. This is like ninety five. This is like ninety five. And like, this all, woman is talking all about our a cousins dog. hanging out and my uncle ran. <laughs> The dog like, there's over. no way they would have known. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, you can't guess that. So I believe in that stuff. Yeah, that I don't hap- know anybody. That happens I believe to me they are gifted people. They are gifted yeah, like, people um, I don't know if you know um, Camacho that passed away a few yes, years ago. Yes, yes, yes. So I went into uh, a botanic on Cranston Street to buy a candle. The lady was scared of me. Like, she, like she's seen a ghost. And she's like, oh, my God, you're special. And I'm like... <laughs> Bro, like it freaked me out. Told her and you should have told her to give you the lottery numbers. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, listen. So, so I'll like, lemma. yo, it was crazy. <laughs> three she, out of five, girl. She kept like <laughs> looking at me like with these weird eyes. So like, I went. I'm just here to pick up a candle. You know what I mean? My friend passed away. I'm trying to, you know, you know, pay my respects. Boom. So she's like, oh my god. She's like, no, no. I don't want your money. I don't want your money. Just take it and go. I was like, whoa. Oh shit. I walked out of there with quick. <laughs> yeah, for real. You should have got more stuff. No, nah, no, nah, but the I fact need more. that <laughs> give me, give me yo, like the fact that candles. she was like, "Yo, you're special," and that's all she wanted to say freaked me out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yo, your energy is like crazy right now. So I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. I flat. We're giving an electric shock, boy. She's like, yo, <laughs> I didn't want her to fucking pick up a room and sign yeah. me over that. <laughs> that's, that's and you never went back? No. Nah, you should go back. You definitely, definitely. should. And see go how back. she reacts again. That's true. Yeah, see, you should yeah. go back. And Steve, how long has it been? It's, it's been like. It's been like four, no, nah, like five, like, six years. Nah, nah, what? Nah, that's too much. I would have went yeah. back like a week at least. It was before I was pregnant. I need another candle. I remember. Must have been 2014. You should go back. 2014 or You should go back and see. You know what? The fact that it's been that long, you should walk back in and see if she reacts the same. That would be crazy. See if you're still special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine like she was just sense. trying to imagine she was just trying to like imagine she was just tripping that day and like you walk in and she's like four ninety five. <laughs> and you're like I thought I was special And she's like That'd be what? hilarious I got a boogie what? What? Nah but that shit Freaked me out That's bro. crazy So to end off The culture shock Wow that was we, a huge we Culture went, shock yeah, That we, was we like More down than a, rabbit a culture hole shock right there. <laughs> Yo, For real Did y'all smoke Before y'all came here <laughs> Damn I should've <laughs> Cause I'm down the hole With y'all like Woo <laughs> That's Aliens Ghosts Let's go A quick shout out To Tyler Mitchell Who is the first black person, I think he's black. Yeah, he's black. First African American. First African American to, shoot to the Vogue, yes uh, to shoot cover. the Vogue cover, and he did the cover for Beyonce. That's what's up. So shout out to him who is probably like in shambles right now. But um, she um she fired all the white photographers and hired all black photographers. Yeah. Vogue. Beyonce was oh, in charge Beyonce. of the September issue. 
So she was like, all right, cool. Everybody here is going. I'm going to bring in everybody right now. What? Mm. That's power. That's power. I did not know that. Influence. That's power. Fire. Right there. You know what's crazy? Like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give everybody here that needs an opportunity, and we're going to let go yes. of all you guys for a month. Exactly. That's mad wild. I don't want you shooting me. You know what's crazy? Because I was at her show on Sunday, and I was paying attention to like all the people in the band, and they, I'm, they didn't look like, I don't want to profile, but they didn't look like professionals like they look like people regular people that she was like all right you're talented you're talented how much you got to pay for rent all right boom everything is settled come (laughs) with me on tour like they look like that that's that's what it looked like that she grabbed people from like jamaica haiti wherever they was at and was like yo you're dope Mm -hmm. like Come with me. I think that's what she did. With, she did that with Ravy. I think. Like yeah. She was like, Yo, well, is you're Ravy dope. from Rhode Island? No, she's from um from New York. Okay, because Sabrina was shouting her out. Sabrina yeah. knows her. Yeah, she's part of that uh, Duce Palooza crew. Ah, like all that. that's Like she dope. does the. And she's mad young. She's mad young. She's like dope photographer. Wow. Like, and like she grabbed her and she's doing dope, dope stuff, dope stuff. That's yeah. Good. So you know. That's what's up. She's shooting with Beyonce. Yeah, she's, she's shooting on the tour. She's a photographer on the tour. And she already took pictures of her last week too for something yeah. else. Did you see um, Loading? No. Damn, uh, what's his name now? Loading. He's from Rhode Island, familiar. right? Oh, oh, um, he's talking about um, he does the videos. His name is uh, Sandoval. Yes. Sandoval. Alex Sandoval. Sandoval. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Alex Sandoval. Yes. He started with with Frank over at the Strand, mm-hmm. and he's on yes. tour with Jeremiah, Word. doing Jeremiah's like vlogs. Wait, like the R&B singer? Yeah. Oh, Jeremiah. Yeah. Oh, it's not Jeremiah. It's Jeremiah. Everybody thinks it's Jeremiah, but there's no A. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Look at him. He's thinking about it. Jeremiah. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremiah bad. So, yeah, um, you know, people are out here working hard, and that's the theme of today's conversation because we have one of the hardest working artists today that I've met personally, so I don't want anybody to be offended by it. Thank but you. you know the hard work shows, and we we seeing it in numbers. We're seeing it in the support that you're getting from the city. And I guess I just want to start off by saying, who did you pick pick up on your work ethic from? Like, who um, did you see that hustle from? Like, where does the ambition come from? It's the um, it's the fear of failure. I mean, when I started doing this, and I was doing the show, I, I started doing like weekly shows in Rhode Island. We had a buzz going for a while, and then we started doing ultra on like Thursday nights, and we would doing um roxy and we were like performing and it was it was like 2007 about two year period between 2006 2008 where it was like 300 people every week and it was a constant fan base of the same people and and i it's i always say this is no you know it's not that i didn't appreciate those same people but it felt like i was never gonna grow out of that it was gonna mm-hmm. be that until everybody in the room is 40 you know what i'm <laughs> like saying a membership. <laughs> until everybody's screwing each other and then like it just felt like a dead end mm. not that the city's a dead end it's just i needed to grow so i saw atlanta as a bigger market i moved down to atlanta with no real plan um it was just a matter of hustle ambition i had some family over there that you know what i mean um would allow me to stay with them and help me and like you know they, they didn't really know much about the business but they were willing to like hey whatever you need man we can help you know what I mean? My stepdad at the time, uh, he's not, wasn't my stepdad at the time, but he was my stepdad when I was younger. Him and my mother were divorced. He was a bus, a tour bus driver back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of looked at that like, hey, if he was a tour bus driver for anybody, man, he got somebody's number that we could mm-hmm. probably, you know what I mean? 
mean? Like, mm-hmm. us trying to make it happen. We went down to Atlanta, and we just tried to do whatever we could. I started doing the open mics and stuff, and, like, just kind of winning everything. It was it was a very short time of being down there. Like, I was only down there for two months before I was doing 20,000 people with Ludacris. Like, it was crazy. Wow. It was like, we went down there. We did open mic, open mic. We won. We won, like, $1,000. Like, free studio time, free photo shoots. You know, little things like that. And then Wendy's had this big competition, and we did the competition down there, and um, we won the competition to open up for Birthday Bash. So I flew dancers from Rhode Island down to Atlanta. Like uh, they called Drast, they were called Drastic. They were on America's Best Dance Crew at the time. Yeah, I remember yeah. And, um, they won America's Best Dance Crew at the time, and I flew them down, and they performed with me. We did the twenty thousand people. It was great. Everything was great. The radio station started backing me after that, and they started giving me all the openings, like the Waka and and anybody that came. Pretty much mm-hmm. that that was down there popping at the time. And Tech came down. Tech nine. And yeah, and he was like, um, "Yo, the show's dope." Like he had to actually use the bathroom in the middle of my set, and he had to go through the crowd because the way that the venue was set up, uh, the way that center stage is set up in Atlanta, you got to go through the crowd to get to the bathroom. So he had a hoodie on. He's going through the crowd. And I'm performing. And we were killing it. Like, it was a banging show. And uh, he happened to see the show, so he invited me on the next tour. He was like, yo, I'm doing 48 cities. Mm-hmm. If you could figure out how to get from city to city, you can come. So that was a battle in itself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out how to get a bus because we, cause we were going to do a van. But, you know, like, I'm thinking about 48 cities, and all I'm thinking about is the van breaking down 20 cities in. That's Sheesh. all I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah. We're following a huge tour bus, and our van can't get up the mountain in Denver because, mm-hmm. we, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we need an oil change. Like, you know, these of things like I'm not even trying to deal with so we were trying to like figure out how to get a bus and but everything stemmed like off of the, every opportunity that we did stemmed off of me always wanting to continue to grow and and never be stagnant the moment that I felt like I was stagnant I would get nervous like I get anxiety when nothing's happening Mm-hmm. Because of um, all my chips are, are are in this, bro. Like everything, everything's in this. I have no plan B. I never had a plan B. Like I started doing this to express myself, and then people started liking what I was doing. So we just started performing. I started using it as an outlet. I started making a little money, and then I was just like, "Yo, I could do this." You know what I mean? And like I could prove everybody wrong because nobody really expects you to take it further than locally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nobody. They say, they say, yeah, you do your thing, but nobody really expects it. So now, you know, we're traveling the country, we're doing what we got to do, and um, it's just a different, a different grind at that point. You know what I mean? Like we could really do this. And then once I got with Tech, I, when I when I first got to Atlanta, I was like, yo, I could get a deal out here because my music's so different. It's more opportunities. I'm just win everything. Like as long as I'm winning everything, can't nobody tell me nothing. I'm just gonna keep winning everything until I get a deal. Then when I went out with Tech, I started seeing like the jersey you got on right now, mm-hmm. Tech Nine jerseys. You know they're selling for like eighty nine dollars. What? And I'm looking and around. I'm seeing two. I'm seeing two thousand kids walk around in these jerseys, my guy. Yep. Now let me say this: Sheesh. no disrespect to this man, but nobody knew who Tech Nine was in my city. As far as I was concerned, like I didn't know who he was mm-hmm. until I opened yeah. for him. So I'm like, all right, so this guy's not even known where I'm from. And it, and when it, we did the show in Atlanta, it was only five thousand people. I mean, five hundred people. Mm-hmm. The first show of the tour, we we rehearsed for five hundred people crowds because I did the show, five hundred people, mm-hmm. right? So we rehearsed for five hundred kid crowds. So the first day of the show, I'm on my bus. I wasn't getting off the bus till it was time for me to go on stage because I was so happy I had a bus. And I was like, I'm on this bus. They're going to come get me. I'm going to stay on this bus. They're going to come get me. Oh, right? So I get off the bus. Boom. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm in the side stage whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, da, da, da. I'm looking. And I just happen to like peek over. And there's like 10,000 people out there. And I'm like, I look at Josh, my drummer. I'm like, did you see that? And he's like, what happened? I'm like, look, look at that. And he looks outside. And he's, I'm like, that's not 500 people, bro. 
<laughs> like, what's going on? Like, why does this guy have so many people here? Like, what, what the hell? We did the tour, and it was like that every night. And that's when I realized, oh, there's a whole independent world out here. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I don't mm-hmm. need a deal. I need to get my business up. Like, and that's when I learned a lot from that tour, from learning from him. You know what I mean? How to how to kind of make this a business opposed to just rapping until I get a deal. And that's an experience yeah. not a lot of people get. No. Very few. Yes. Very that's few. 10,000. But to answer, the reason why I told that story, though, and to answer your question is that I never knew what I was doing. I never knew what I was doing. It never was a plan. It never was like, oh, I'm going to go to Atlanta and I'm going to do this. Like, it's just like, we're just going to go. Like, I'm, I'm like that. And I, and I do that now in a sense like where I, I say jump off the cliff God's gonna catch you because like I literally take every chance possible because I, I can't feel stagnant if I feel like nothing's going on I get nervous I get antsy mm. so like everything stemmed from like me being here seeing like that I wasn't going nowhere and I just jumped off the cliff and went to Atlanta like I didn't know what I was doing I didn't know how we were gonna eat how we were gonna make it happen we had some fam down there but remember that was like not that's my stepdad's fam now like he was married to my mom years ago he got a whole new family down there so it's not really family it's like I know this guy he was with my mom for a few years and he said I could stay with him for a little bit let's go make it happen yeah it's everything that's got me into this point has been off of like yes let's go now let's do it now let's let's jump now so you never had like a strategy. no, it never was a strategy. I don't know what I'm. People are like, how'd you get this far? I'm like, I don't know. You just gotta go. Like you gotta take every chance. Like don't don't say no and don't don't hesitate. Like do everything you can, everything you possibly can to like try to get out there because especially with social media now. Like when I first went to Atlanta, social media wasn't even Instagram wasn't even out. I went in 2010. Yeah, Twitter was popping then. Twitter was remember, like yeah, Twitter, Twitter I remember, was like you know I, what I mean. I remember being at your going away uh, party or like, in 2010. Right, yeah, right when you. Was and leaving, that, you that's that's jerkies. what's hilarious, that right? Was jerkies. That's what's hilarious is that we had a um a, a universal rep go to that show, right? Oh, and wow. and it was like we're gonna sign you, and I was like, I'm telling everybody I'm already signed. Fuck it. I just signed a deal and I'm leaving. I'm moving away. Come to the show. Because at that point, I wanted to impress the guy that was coming. I needed it to be packed. You know what I mean? So yeah. I told everybody I already signed. It was, it was packed too. It was packed. He had, he had jerkies rocking. Yeah. It was, it was sold out that night. And the guy was like really impressed. But I never signed the deal with him. So it was just like, it was just funny, That's man. Mad wild. Yeah. But don't block your blessings. That's that's what I got out of that story. Like, yeah. like what you saying. Don't block like your blessings, you just, man. Do whatever you, you got to do. Yeah. People out there saying, nah, and at I'm that point, that. the universal rep, he he was coming to check me out, and I had a show, and he was like, "You got any shows coming up?" And I had an opening for Fab, and I was like, "I don't want him to come to opening at 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 um at Lupos. Roxy's, yeah, mm-hmm. Lupos, because that's not my fan base. Like, it's just gonna be a regular show. Like, so I put together the jerky show, told everybody I already got signed, so they could come, and I oh got God. it rocking. So it you, was crazy. That was last minute. That was last minute. Yeah, it was last minute. Like, let's go. And then I ended up moving to Atlanta, so it looked like I got signed. I just ended up signing to myself <laughs> I did get signed I just signed myself <laughs> so what did you do before you started rapping like how did you first start working like what was your first job oh man my first 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 job was Domino's Pizza did you deliver or you worked no nah, I was like 13 I was answering phones oh <laughs> I got a job at 13 how did you get that well we knew the, I knew the manager my girlfriend at the time her sister was the manager so she got me the job answering phones and then I just I would do like I would do it on the weekends. And then I got a job at Dunkin' Donuts when I was 16. So I was doing like Domino's and Dunkin' Donuts on the weekends. I was killing them in, the, in school. I had all the fresh gear. I had everything. 
Lunch money, you need a dollar, baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know how they got the snack exactly. bar. Yes, the I was the man with all the dollars. Money. I had all the dollars. <laughs> That's <my laughs> fun. But I always was like a, just an independent kind of kind of kid. You know what I mean? My mother didn't have a lot, so I knew if I wanted to get some certain things, I had to get it. So don't you think that your hard work? Your hard work and ways came from your mother? Yes, but that's like labor. Like that, I look at that as like, you know. Yes, like it's not a hustle. Those, it's just those yeah. values that they put Yeah, those you. values were installed yeah. in me early for sure. But I, I mean, it's easy to quit something though. Mm. So that's why I don't really, I don't put that together. Because my mother made me a hard worker, but that doesn't mean I, I, could, I could quit what I'm doing and then go work at a factory and work hard there. You know Got what I mean? It's it's the it's the persistence. The hardest thing to do is not quit. Facts. That is true. Hundred percent. It's not. It's nothing else. That's the hardest thing to not do because it's the easiest thing to do. The easiest thing to do is say, "I'll go to the studio tomorrow." And not go. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> easiest thing to comes. do is lay down and take a nap. I used to work overnights. It's a true story, right? When I came back from Atlanta, I had gotten into an argument with my partner down there. After I was already established down there. This is um 2014. Mm-hmm. Got to an argument with him that it was about a certain deal that I didn't want to take. And he gave me an ultimatum. And I, I didn't like the ultimatum. So I'm like, so what are you saying? Like, And I had come home for a show. So he goes, I'm saying if you don't do this, you keep your, stay your ass home in Rhode Island. So I was like, all right, I'll stay my ass home then. Right? 2014. That was my fourth year in Atlanta. I stayed there four years. They shipped me my studio. Killed the deal. Right? The, the, the corporation wasn't didn't have much money in it, so I might have got a few, like a couple thousand dollars, you know what I mean, after all of it, right? Nowhere to live, nothing, right? Wow. Yeah, facts, right? Came back to Rhode Island, you know what I'm saying? Got a, my boy got me a job overnight unloading trucks with him from 12, I mean from 3 a.m. to 11 a.m. So I would go to work from 3 a.m. to 11 a.m. and then outwork everybody in the studio from the daytime. I would go to bed like at 11, 30, 12. I would sleep till 3. I would do it every single day. It was a seven-day seven day, um, work job. And I did it up until about 2016. So I did it for a good two and a half years. While everybody, meanwhile, all my fans and everybody think I'm on. Mm. Like, mm. my fan base is there. Everything was there. I was, still, I was still doing tours, but I was only doing tours every, like, four, five, six months. Only two tours a year. So mm-hmm. I'm home. You know what I mean? Like I'm home mm-hmm. for a good four months. I gotta, I gotta, there's no bread coming in. I gotta work. So nobody knew about that. But that alone was like the, the, the hardest time for me not to quit. Like, all right, well, if I get a job, I'm not gonna have time to do this mm-hmm. all day. Like I'm not gonna be able to out-hustle anybody. And I was like, well, you know yeah. what? If I got a job overnight, I could still out-hustle everybody because everybody's sleeping when I go to work. So I did it for years. And then what that did for me was, once I started my business in Manhattan and I'm going to LA and I'm back and forth, it helped me with my scheduling because now like I'm a monster. Like I could do three hours, no problem. I'll do three hours and I'll, I'll work the rest of the day and get a lot accomplished. And it's because of that job. Like that, that trained my body and my mind. So like that was God, like giving me that struggle and then putting me through that and then let, like, preparing me for now like so i could get the most out of these days you know what i mean that's why i tell people like don't say there's not enough time in a day if you sleep for eight of them like don't that's say true. that to me that's don't true. say that to me because yeah. you sleep a quarter of the day if you think about that yeah way. it's 24 sleep. hours you sleep Back. a third of the day yeah, arnold, third, third, arnold schwarzenegger used to say i only sleep five hours 
only because I need to sleep. But other than that, I'm in the gym training and lifting. And that's weight. his passion, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that people need to be sleeping three hours a day. I'm just telling you what where, what the things that I was faced mm-hmm. with and what I did. Like I didn't let the fact that I was back home with no money and and like I didn't even let and I don't let people see me sweat never. Like I know there's a lot of people that want to see me fail. Like I could be going through it and I'll be on Instagram like Let's go, baby. You know what it is. Floods twenty four sevens out now. <laughs> You ain't never gonna see me sweat, but I'm just saying that those moments, the things that I was faced with, like this. Oh, if you really want to do something, if you really, really want it, there's no such thing as not being able to do it. Like I don't get it. It's just, it just doesn't even. I don't. I don't understand it. You we know? talk about that about Beyonce, and everybody like says the joke like Beyonce doesn't have the same twenty four hours, mm-hmm. and Room is like, no, we all have the same twenty four hours. She Not just who? knows how to utilize exactly. it. Exactly, exactly. Eric Thomas said it the best. Eric Thomas said it the best. You think Beyonce don't sleep? She does, but when she does, she only sleeps what she needs, and she works the rest of the, the rest of the real. I mean, even like a, a little taste of their schedule. For me, was like, like I did a little press run, and it was like, oh, do this, and then like I got out the club, and then it's like I'm sleeping, and I gotta be up for six a.m. I'm like, damn, like I did this for like three days, <laughs> <laughs> like for a nap, bro. I was done with that, and I was like, huh? I, I think I stayed like the last day in the hotel, like in bed, like with my robe on, like <laughs> I don't even want to do it. I worked hard, bro. Like you know what I mean? I'm like, but they do that every day, you know. So like, it's just. You know, but I just I just had to I had to let you let less and I and I say that story now because I'm way past it. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with saying that story. Like, yeah, I worked overnight. I did this. I did that because I'm past it. You know, while I was going through it, of course, I didn't yeah. want nobody to know. You know, but now that you know I'm past it, I can share that story. Like, hey, nobody knew this, but this is what I was going through while I was still dropping crazy and people seeing my videos and people were like, oh, Yo, you're doing your thing, and I'm seeing and I would be out like. After work and work clothes and people be like flawless and I'm like hey what's up man yeah I'm helping my sister move real quick <laughs> 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 you know what I mean like for real for real but I did what it took and now I'm here and everything's fine I'm good but that I'll never forget that you know what I mean gotta go through the struggle to, yeah to actually see the so blessings. if it takes for you getting three hours of sleep if it takes for you you know whatever you got to do to 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 make your dream a reality do it so how did you deal with because you said that giving up or like Taking a nap is easy to do. How did you deal with those moments where you were like, or did you ever have those moments where you were like, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore? Yes, I did. I had a lot of those moments. Um, moments of that come at the biggest disappointments. When things are when things are built up at such a high you know, standard and you put so much weight on things and then they don't happen, it's such a buzzkill. You know, um, I've come close to a lot of big things that didn't end up falling through, and that thing, that, that's just a blow to the morale. So what I do now is I put no value on anything. And, and I just recently adapted this mindset, and it's a beautiful thing, but prime example is with this album. Like, we had some things brewing, mm-hmm. and um, they wanted me to change direction from the album to focus on what we were gonna focus on. And I said, listen, let me tell you something. I'm never putting value on anything else ever in my life other than what I'm focused on. You want this to happen? Cool, catch up. The album's dropping July 24th. I'm almost done with it. I'm staying here in Rhode Island for the next week because this is where the studio's at and I'm going to finish it. When I'm ready, y'all can come and talk to me about whatever y'all got going on. I stayed my course, right? The thing ends up falling off. Album's still ready to go, though. I'm still moving. I'm still here. So now that I've adapted that mindset of not putting value on anything, it's like when things come up, I go, I, I do this. Cool. All right, cool. Catch up because I'm, I'm doing this. I used to go, 
okay, what you got? And then I stop, and then nothing happens, and I'm like, oh, man. Oh, now I got to pick up speed again, bro. Damn, man. I just got to pick up pace, and I got to pick up momentum. Nah, I'm staying stride. Boom, boom, boom. All right, cool. Yeah, catch up. You better start running, because I'm still <laughs> going. There's, there's a quick look and go. Like, you know what I mean? So if it's real, it'll catch up. Mm. You know what I mean? And exactly. that's where I'm at now is the disappointments used to have me, like, really down, man. Like, oh, man, some big stuff. You know what I'm saying? And it just wouldn't go through. And and things happen like that, you know. You gotta throw your darts at the board. Some stick, some don't, right? But I just don't value nothing other than what I'm focused on right now. Like right now, I'm focused on promoting the album, getting it out. Like anything comes across, cool. This is what I'm doing right now. You, unless you are helping me with my press run, I don't want to hear it right now. Like you know what I mean? Because this is what I'm focused on. So like, it's just about knowing what to put your 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 heart and value into and, mm. and, and react to, you know. Okay, word. So we're going to take a break. We're going to play some songs for the listeners. Word. Do you have a preference or do you... Is it my music? Yes. Yeah, oh, I thought we were about to just play some bad no, and bougie. No, no, no. <laughs> we playing your music. Bad and bougie. <laughs> bad and bougie. <laughs> do you have a preference? Do you want a specific song played or... Uh, what's your pick of the week? Um, mm. I'm, I was going to play Monster. Okay. Cause my that's one of my personal favorites. Absolutely. Damn, Monsters my favorite. Monsters, I think Monsters um, everybody's favorite. So we're gonna take like, a quick. I like those last three tracks. Oh, the Angel the, One, the, Two, yeah, and Three. Yeah, we, we gotta talk about. Ooh, that yes, when we come back. yes. Let's talk about that when we get back. I'm gonna tear up. All right, so we're gonna take a break and we're gonna play these songs. Whoa. Cause I got some blood on my hands They made a bunch of For every no that I ever heard Yeah, every daughter that I ever met Yeah, tell them I remember every word Yeah I really wish that I could see their face. Yeah, that ain't the purpose that I wanna serve. Yeah, I just really wanna tell them thanks. Yeah, for telling me I never get a turn on it. For the exes that wanna see me fail. Reckless until I'm in a cell. Sending texts like I'm a need me bail. Well, I guess this didn't pan out. I'm on a guest list off the CD sales. And I ain't even wanna kiss and tell. But I've been through hell and I know. My old friends, they used to sit and laugh About all the dreams I used to say I had Never thought their face would ever split in half See, now I'm not around, never come around I'm too good that I forget to add Did what I had to do and subtracted you Once I did the math What? Every empty promise, emptied on us Every lie that was followed after, let's be honest Every plan that was put together just for commas I've been praying for the best regardless That's right. Telling God that I'm sleeping in their best pajamas Nightmares of me winning is the best of commas, boy they put a shot in my bed. They gave me two to count three. Cause I got some blood on my hands. They made a bunch of For every time that I ever felt, pain that I ever felt, life was a living hell. Feel like I already failed. Didn't know what I want to tell. I would always sit and dwell about life. And how my back really look from the knife. How my scars really look to the wife. I can't even tell the truth to the mic. Just know. Don't know who's who from the new school But the comments on the YouTube Saying this, them, do what you do If I choose to, it's a lose-lose Guess my new views, stopping new views And these loose screws give me new tools To make new rules, cause I know They made a bunch of 
the stands and the fans that been filling up the stands with a cam in their hands. Leaving comments on the gram telling me that I'm the man that keeps sticking to the plan, helping me to feel alive when my head is in a jam. Thinking about the days when we started in the van, performing with the band, but we never saw a band. Goddamn, I don't think you understand. Every empty promise, emptied on us Every lie that was followed after, let's be honest Every plan that was put together just for commas I've been praying for the best regardless Telling God that I'm sleeping in they best pajamas Nightmares of me winning is the best of commas I know, I know They made a demon out of me Then they put a cross to my face They put a circus out for me Cause I got some blood on my hands But they would see me right I'll be laughing while you're running Oh, oh you won't see me I'm a boss of my own, ain't no need to discuss it They can't string me along, I wasn't made as a puppet Give the label my number, that's not a phone, that's a budget Seven figures enough and don't think I'm ever gon' budget Boy, this that floor, this that raw, you can't cut it It's too pure, this that fresh, off the bold And it's reaching every shore This that careful with the doughs, don't think you can handle more This that sauce, this that on, this that Bumping on every corner, just here to restore the order This for the fans and my daughter, do what it take to support her if you ain't following now, then I'm suggesting you order I need it all, I'm a hoarder, ain't got a winning disorder Boy, this that kingpin flow, dip, dip, go Package right now, watch my shipment grow I got so much in stock, just watch the way I blow But keep it low, cause I'm always on the go with the I don't hustle no more, but you know I got the dosh Yeah, 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 yeah Say I don't hustle no more, but you know I got the dosh yeah, 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 yeah. Say I don't push it no more, but you know I got the dose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say I don't cook it no more, but you know I got the dose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Readjusting the focus on the real and the dopest. If you try it, you'll notice the others aren't as potent. Was in the street in the coldest, soaking game from the oldest. Keep my price at the lowest, but never make it the slowest. I got the best in my city, I got the best in my state. Might have the best in the country, especially at this rate. When people act like they love you, it's gonna come with the hate. No need to say that I'm great, they know I'm coming out every speaker, cause I'm one hell of a speaker. Y'all playing follow for follow, think you should follow the leader. I see you week after week The week is just getting weaker No need to keep it discreet Want you to know who the dealer But it's that kingpin flow Dip, think, go Package right Now watch my shipment grow I got so much in stock Just watch the way I blow But keep it low Cause I'm always on the go with the I don't hustle no more But you know I got the dosh Yeah, 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 yeah Say I don't hustle no more But you know I got the dosh yeah, 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 yeah. Say I don't push it no more, but you know I got the dose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say I don't cook it no more, but you know I got the dose.
Yeah. All right, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're back. We're here with Flawless. Yeah, yeah. Who? Thank you for spinning those. You know what I'm saying? Yes, of course. Big um, deal. And uh, oh no, dope and, and monster. Dope and monster, and you're getting played on the radio. Yes, amazing. Talk to us a little bit about that, cause we I heard a little bit of the story at the listening party, but I think I think the listeners will get a kick out of this one. Um, shout out to Hot 106. <laughs> shout out to um, WBRU 101.1. Um, they've been showing uh, amazing support for the new album. It's really been dope. Um, Hot 106. Nah, man, I've been trolling them for a little while, cause I didn't feel like they were like paying any attention to what's really going on in the city. A lot of people feel that way, though. Yeah, and I was just trolling them because they were posting like the Drake album and stuff, and I was like, yeah, my album's coming out, but who cares, right? Cause I'm from Rhode Island, like and I was doing stuff like that, and then they reached out and they kind of just kind of like made it cool just like calm the fire down a little bit on my end <laughs> mm. and then they started playing the single man you know and, and they just showed love that way and i think it was just more or less about i don't think it had anything to do with just just them randomly doing it it has to do with the dj like shout out to half point you know what i mean like dj half point like snatched a single and was like yo i'm spinning it this is fire i'm spinning it and just spun it. Like I don't know if it came with, like if it came from any of the higher ups, but I know mm. that shout out to the DJ who was in control of, of having that record spun. And now it's um this they started spinning dope. Then they started now they're spinning big deal like every day, and it's like really dope. And whoever is in control of that, whether it's Half Pine or, <clears throat> or the people that are you know higher up, you know what I'm saying I appreciate it. And um, WBRU that's um, DJ Franchise. He's yes. been showing us mad love. 101.1 They started playing it From the jump They started playing Dope Monster They're spinning Monster Every single day yep. Like 80 times a day mm-hmm. Look around yeah. Yo it's mad crazy Because like these the, the way that I've been I've been hearing it On the radio Has been kind of crazy For me like I was with my I was with my Like my kids And like in the car And like we get oh. in the car And like turn it on And it's on Like they They think that's like The coolest that thing In the so world You know what I'm saying Dad right there Yeah like And then especially <laughs> like Like the like my My daughter's a little older She's like 10 You know what I mean so when they played out 106, she was like, oh, that's different. <laughs> oh, oh, like she even knew. Like she was like, I know you. I know they've been playing you on the other one, but oh, this yeah. One. Oh, yeah. You, my, my friends are going to hear oh, this yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Oh, you in there. I'm like, yeah, I'm in there, right? Dad forever. I'm the coolest dad in the world, yo. <laughs> and then, like, uh, like, like, I think it was, like, yesterday or something. I had just gotten on the highway or something, and I, like, I was having a conversation, and then I, like, turned it up, and it was playing. I thought it was, like, the album playing like on my phone or something mm. and then like the commercial came on and I was like oh that was like that was on the radio you know what I'm saying like <laughs> that's always a cool feeling to kind of experience now that's a new milestone for me and it's it's not like we haven't been on the radio because I've actually been getting spins around the country for like about five years now we've been oh, playing wow. on other markets but it's just that much more special when it's, it's home it's different when it's home it's yeah. so different when it's home man. is different especially because everybody home well, not everyone listens to the radio, but people at home are hearing it. So now they're like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, that's yeah, that's the nigga from down the block. Yeah, like, yeah, it's crazy. That's homegrown right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, you know, there's some people that are salty about it. There's some people that are But happy. you're always going to have that. That's how you know you're making it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know but, I mean? you know, I'm more proud about it. I'm, I'm not even proud about, like, saying that I made it or this or that. I'm proud I'm doing it on my terms. That's right. what I'm most proud of. Like, I'm not, I'm not compromising nothing. I don't need a gimmick. Like we just talked about, I don't need a gimmick. I don't need to fake like nothing. I don't need to troll. 
I don't go online and do stupid like antics to try to get attention. Like twenty five million streams, organic. It's about the music. Like that's what's important for me. Like when I get there, I'm gonna get there on my terms. Like how I wanted to do it. Like I didn't make a fool of myself. My daughters can look at me and be proud. I can look back and be proud at everything. Like. I don't, I don't do nothing that I'm going to be ashamed of. And I never will to try to get ahead because to me the fame isn't important. It's the security of the financial stability that I'm trying to provide. Like once I started looking at this as a business, I'm no different than Wendy's. I'm no different than the, the mom and pop store on the corner trying to make money every week. Like I'm a literally, I'm, a, I'm an independent small business right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to grow as my name grows. Mm-hmm. I just happen to be the product. That's mm-hmm. it. They're selling Coke. They're selling bottled gallons of milk. I'm the product. That's the only difference between me and that business on the corner that's selling that's selling candy bars. That's it. So I'm just I'm not worried about the fame. I'm doing it on my terms, the way I want to do it. And we're growing organically every single day, and that's what I'm most proud of. Twenty five million streams, though. You're basically a plat. Is that like platinum? Yeah, yeah. Like you're basically a, I'm a platinum, platinum artist. artist. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. We're not only got What's a platinum the craziest place? That you heard your music being played Japan mm-hmm. um, It was in a Japan strip club The videos were playing on the wall Was the weirdest thing i ever seen in my life <laughs> What song was it? Um, Do My Dance Oh yeah oh, But yeah. is that a strip? That's exactly. not a strip yeah, Exactly It was the but weirdest I mean, thing i ever seen I mean it's a dancing song but Japan it was though weird. Yeah so it, was just, <laughs> it was Do My Dance Playing in Japan And it was like on the, on the walls And it was like girls dancing I'm like that don't even make sense like, <laughs> I expected like all yours Or something I, like that It was probably because of the name yeah, that's, just that's dance. They know was. dance, yeah. you know? True. They typed it in in Google. Yeah, exactly. I have a huge market in, like, Australia. I'm trying to get out there so bad. I'm really working on, on some yeah, things Australians over there right now. Australians are big into hip-hop. Man, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, like, so close, bro. Once I get over there, it's going to be a different ball game. How about, I, you how might about not the see UK? me for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to hit it all, man. Like, I'm, I have my top, my top ten cities in the world. Mm-hmm. Four of them are, are in different countries. Wow. So like London's big, like no mm-hmm. London's top three. Would, like, would you be me. considering to really? hop into the um, grime scene if if the opportunity presents itself? I don't. I don't. What do you mean by the grime scene? The grime scene, their type of hip hop, like oh, you know what like I mean? The, the rugged. It, it's more it, like drum and bass. It has to be organic, you know. Where? It would have to necessarily just be organic. Like the studio for me is all feeling, so mm. I can't go in there and just be like, you know what I mean? Let, like I don't know. It, it would have to be organic. Like I wanted. I'd have to want to do it. Like. I have to love the sound and get into the sound. You know what I mean? But if I'm out there popping with my sound, that's That's my way. That's true. You know what I mean? That's why when I went to Atlanta, I was really like iffy. Like, man, they're either going to hate me because I'm different. Like, get your East Coast ass out of here. (laughs) Get your Take your ass ass. back to New York. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Yeah, because they don't don't say Rhode Island. It's No, yeah, it's New York. It's New York. York. I said Rhode Island. They was like, yeah, we know who New York is. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Rhode Island, you mean Long Island? And, and don't get me wrong, some places it was like that. Like we had a couple instances. Like I had, I had, I definitely kept security with me for sure, because they were we were winning so much that people were knowing about us, and there was a lot of jealous guys. And then they and Atlanta's a dangerous place. Mm-hmm. Like it was, a, it was mm-hmm. a, there was this one spot. Like it was called the Underground. Oh, like I was winning over there. Like I won like three weeks. I didn't go back the fourth week. Yeah, I was like, yeah, ah, yeah. I'm not. Is it worth the five hundred? I'm good. Yeah, I can win. <laughs> I'm straight. Them niggas gonna kill me over there with five hundred. Like for real. The light skinned guy like me too. The the girls were going crazy. They was at like. Mm. That's why I'm glad I won that competition with Wendy's. And I was I was I got with Tech like a month later, and I was on tour. Like my my Atlanta stint, I was I lived there for four years. But my like Atlanta like hitting the streets and and was only two months, bro. Two months of like 
hitting everything. And then I got a break. Like, I, I, my talent just shined through. I was winning everything. I caught the Wendy's thing. The Wendy's competition was, like, all over Atlanta. They went to, like, a, like 10 different locations. They did auditions. You had to buy uh, 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 something from Wendy's, and you can only buy one item per person. And you had to write your name on the back of the receipt and put it in the box. And then they had to pick your name out of that out of that box so you before you could even audition. So we were going to the Wendy's locations and they were never even picking the name. Like and Marietta to this one. And they, we're talking hours away because Georgia's so big. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm my manager's like, well, tomorrow was one in Marietta. I'm like, you wanna drive two hours to do this again? Stand in line, people around the corner getting a getting a fry and writing their name on a receipt. I'm like, damn, like we we oh my all right, let's go. Let's go. Let's take every chance. It wasn't until the last location that they called us up to audition and we smashed everybody and they picked us right away. They was like, it's over. He won. Oh, Wendy's competition? That's crazy. Yeah. I'd never heard of that. It was Wendy's and Birthday Bash, like competition, and everybody was in the parking lot rapping, auditioning. It was it was so hectic every single day. Five days straight. We went for five days. On the fifth day, we got picked. And we won everything. That just goes wow. to show you right there. We went for the first four days, and we bought something. I'm talking about two hours in line before you even reach the cash register because there's so many it. rappers there. <laughs> then you're writing your name. They're not going to pick your name. You're like, come on. But, you know, they got to take every chance, man. So, 20 Floor 7. Yeah. Came out July 24th, you said? Yep. That was like two weeks it ago. It came out seven twenty four. Seven twenty four. Twenty four seven. Whoa! I didn't even catch on. To and if wow. you, and if you and if you look from <laughs> my shut up from my um from my debut album that is different. If you say like I dropped is different the album, then I dropped going up the EP, mm-hmm. then I dropped is um against it all the EP, and now I just dropped twenty four seven. If you say them all together, it's different going up against it all twenty four seven. Ooh, that's okay. hard. You yeah, put a lot of thought into that one. <laughs> yeah, hard. like all the album titles say, like, like they all come away. together to make a statement. That's yeah. And the, the sentence isn't done, you know? So I was going to ask you, what was the different feeling going into this album compared to um, the last album you did? What was the name of it again? It's different. Yeah, it's different. But you kept making music in between, right? Yeah. But is when you're making an album compared to a mixtape or an ep is it a different like process process? it is um because um an ep for me is usually like well you when an artist is like more like have a lot a lot of things going on and you have like you know some records that you did and you're like oh you know i could put these records out and you have like five or six records you can put them together as a project and and put them out um i don't think you go into there like unless you unless everything's gonna like like with Kanye and, and Nas, like you know how it has seven records, like mm-hmm. the seven sins type of type of thing. How do you feel about that? I felt like I felt like Kanye took a bunch of Nas acapellas and then made beats. He did. He did. He did. Yeah, because the beats were overpowering. Because Nas Nas <laughs> didn't hear that album until the listening party. Exactly. And I felt like Nas would have delivered better if he would have been mm-hmm. writing to those beats. He wasn't writing to those beats. No. Those that were makes acapellas. a lot of sense. Those were acapellas that he had. Or verses that he already had written because he's an old school guy. So I can imagine he's at home writing with no beat. Yeah, mm. but so he's, he's writing, you know what I'm saying, with no with no, with no beat. Yeah, and then wow. he's spitting these bars to Kanye. He's going in the booth. He's spitting a macapella. And Kanye's like, I'm going to build some crazy stuff around now. Yeah, exactly. That's why, he's back in, that's, why he's back in the, that's why he's back in the studio now making the actual album he wanted to make. Making the album he wants to make. Yeah, because wow. coming, coming off, uh, not to take it off topic, but coming from distant relatives with... Um, Damian Marley, that not even close. Not even close. Not even close, bro. Like you, 
Kanye like, just like I don't know how he even got. You know what's crazy? Because I don't agree with that either. I think he should have gave them all their own like freedom. Like even like uh, uh, if you look at Tiana Taylor, yeah, like, she's I was just upset. She was, she was pissed. Ooh. She's like, it sounds like they're playing video games in the middle of my mind, in the beginning of my album. Like, what would wrong <laughs> if he was in that situation? That's why I'm doing it my way. It's that simple. I refuse to give up creative control. I refuse. You're not about to kick me out of the room and tell me my shit's about to sound fire without me knowing what's about to sound like. Are you crazy? Would you let Dr. Dre do that to you? No. <laughs> my guy, I don't care who you are. I am one of the greatest artists on this earth. So if you don't, Talk if we shit. can't, and I'm just, yeah, I'm being, yeah, yeah. I'm being funky. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm up there with M. Like I'm lyrically, everything that I do, like it will be shown. It will, it will be known. I'm not worried about it, you know what I'm saying? But if if we can't do this, then like what are we talking about here? Like, I'm not gonna just spit it. That's like that's like him asking me to spit 24-7 verses and then they're gonna make the beats around them. No, those verses are for that music. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can't spit look around to something else. Mm. I spit yes. look around or look around. Like big deal. Those verses that I can't spit the big deal verse on like a beat that you play. Like mm-hmm. I write to the music, bro. Like it's a mm-hmm. different artistry here. Like, you know what I mean? So I would want me and you to create like I would sit down with Dre and say alright boom I need a pressure 7 let's listen to the first 6 and let's see how we're gonna make this one like the greatest pressure ever and then he would get my feel and he would know where I'm gonna go and I would start writing and he would start producing and we would come together you know what you I gotta mean get yeah. the chemistry that's going. working yeah. with Dre you ain't about to have me spit no acapella in the movie and be like alright man <laughs> it's gonna be fire like you know <laughs> I wanna hear what you got because it ain't coming out like if it ain't fire you know what I mean so like I turned down beats, and this is no disrespect to nobody that might hear this, but I turned down $10,000 beats from known artists to work with an unknown artist, and and the beats be fire. I'm like, this nigga's beats is way better than this. Why, am I, why would I pay ten grand for this when this kid's giving me fire and he's an underground producer? I'm using his beats. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And it's cheaper for you. What, who's your favorite underground producer? Um, the cinema, cinema. He made uh, he made Angel One Two. He made one of the pressures. He made uh, Take Me Away. Mm, take Me Away. Yeah, cool. that track right there is. He made Take Me a Away. A lot of powerful yeah. songs. He made a bunch of records of mine. He's good. how how do you process when you write these powerful songs? How do you? What's your thought process like? Do you put in, yourself into someone's shoe? Do you like have to do some research behind a certain like as far as like take me away or like mm-hmm. like the angels and stuff? Yeah, I put myself into that character's shoes, um, and I I become them. You know, I have to mm-hmm. definitely engulf engulf into that character and see what's going through their mind. Like with with Angel, you know, that was a story about a father who was running a prostitution ring um, that ended up killing his own daughter. Right now, the story my story is is very you know what I mean like obviously stem from that mm-hmm. like I took the main basis of that and I made my own story off of it right but when I read that I'm like man like what was going through that guy's head like you didn't know that was your kid like how don't you know that's your kid like you know and I, and I start thinking I'm like yo you should write a song as him like and be him and, and see what was going through his mind and like and then like I, I start getting in my own head I'm like you know it'd be dope <laughs> and he did this like he and then like all of a sudden it's a part two and a part three like you know what i mean like even even for angel three like with this album the reason why i couldn't continue the story was because i didn't own the rights to the music mm-hmm. i wrote those songs earlier in my career and i didn't really know i was just writing music and putting it out i didn't know the business you know what i mean so i had to retrace my steps once i got those rights i could continue the story so i i had the the, the beat 
And I'm like, yo, I this is Angel 3. And I'm like, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? And I just stopped becoming her. And I'm literally, like, in the room, like, going through what she's going through. Like, as I'm picturing it and I'm, I'm experiencing it with her before I even write the record. You know what I mean? Mm. And I kind of, like, become her. And then once I feel like I'm fully engulfed in the character and I'm feeling those emotions of what she went through, then I can start, my name is Angel. You know what I mean? And I can start writing that. Because it's so easy because I already know what I want to say because I'm feeling it all. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, boom. And it just starts coming out like... You know, like water, man. That's Are there crazy. any artists that have influenced that type of? Yes, style? DMX. DMX. DMX with the Damien character. Um, Damien one two and Damien. Um, I found that so fascinating. Oh my god, I used to love D, man. Like, did, did you ever watch? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was kind of wild. Yeah, right yeah, DMX. <laughs> um, did, you, did you ever watch Angel with DMX? No, it's like a sh- look that up. Really? Angel. Okay. You'll like that. For real? Yeah, but it's it's not like... My angel. Not your angel. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, yeah, it's angel. like about, messed up. He's trying to, he's trying to say, man. Angel, like his, his guardian angel. Wow. You know what I mean? You should watch that. The, You'll um, enjoy that. It's Dark and Hell is Hot was the first hip-hop album I ever purchased. Wow. Um, what an introduction. Yeah, and that's... Yeah. <laughs> the craziest thing was like what I what I attribute to my, my musical gift is my sister, believe it or not. Mm. Um, I'd be in the room bumping DMX and she'd be in the other room bumping Shania Twain. Mm. And then she went through like a Celine Dion phase. And then she went through like a Selena phase. Yes. And then she went through a TLC phase. And then Beyonce phase. And never when she was with Destiny's Child. You know what I mean? And um, I'm listening to DMX, but I'm hearing her Beyonce and I'm hearing this and I'm hearing all of the different music. My mother's playing merengue in the living room. Like, I was exposed to so much different music that that's why I'm so musical. That's why I can make look around. That's why I can make, you know, against it all and then make a look around. Like, I can make angels and then make bloody murder. Like, I can, you know what I mean? I can make a dope and, you know, like, it's just, I feel like I can kind of do, I have a lot of bullets in the chamber in a sense to what I can, I can be universal and I credit that to a lot of the different music that I was exposed to. But that DMX album, I played that album for like two years, three years. Like, I didn't even take it out. And it, it literally showed me so many lessons on how to deal with people in the, in the hood. Like, because I'm like 10, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not out in the streets. What year was this? I don't remember. Uh, it's 96, 97. Yeah, yeah exactly. Was, uh, 96, I remember, 97, uh, right? No, it's 97 because I remember buying, buying that in the north. That's actually tape. dead on because I was born in 87. So Boom, that's what that's I was trying so to get. That's so dead on, right? See? Yeah, I'm so dead on, right? So um, I wasn't in the streets yet, but yo, like a lot of the stuff that he used to talk about, mm-hmm. I came across it. I would like know how to handle it. Like mm-hmm. it was weird. Like this nigga's a snake. Mm-hmm. DMX showed me that. I'm like, I, yo, it was weird. Like, you know what I mean? For real. And, like, it was just, you know, but hip hop's a beautiful thing. That was the first album I ever had. The it's Doc and Hell's Hot album. That's it's crazy. crazy. And funny that you mentioned DMX because you got a track with Jada. Yeah. Who was signed, uh, signed to over Rough to Riders. Rough Riders. Yeah. How was, how was that? Getting, Man. And Jada on the track. Did you like the you? record? I love that record. For real? Yeah. I was I hoping. Was I didn't want. I didn't want a, like an underwhelming feature. Like I didn't want it to be like underwhelming. Like oh, he got Jada on, it. and then you hear the track, and you're like, that's all right. Nah, like you know nah, what I mean? Nah, like nah, and I the crazy thing hard. that Jada spit bars. Oh, yeah. it wasn't like I the, seen you at the show too, and I was like, he didn't give me the throwaway. He was like, nah, he did. Yo, man, it was crazy because um, I was like, they were supposed to send three records, and I sent one because when I got the record, like I I, I came across the beat, boom, and I'm like, and I'm like. I'm like spitting on it, whatever. And then the beat had dropped off and I just heard him. And I was like, oh, this is it right here. 
this is the one. I was like, yeah, I can hear him all over this. So then I I sent the the I sent the uh the song to my partner and he's like, they said three. I'm like, that's the one, dude. Just send the damn record. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, I know. Trust I, me. I grew up listening to this dude. Like, that's the record. Don't worry about it. And he's like, all right. And he sent the record. I got it back the next day, bro. Like, that's how you know fast. it's in the studio. Yeah. So then, so then, um, my manager, my manager was like, uh, uh, I want, I want to talk to him to make like he was being so difficult because I'm a street nigga. So you know, I know I'm talking to a street nigga, and he's a, like a white guy. So he's mm. like, he's like. Can we get Jada on the phone and just like talk to him for a second? I'm like, no. <laughs> so the guy's like, yeah, he's in the gym. He's like, yeah, I just want to make sure. I just want to confirm that the verse is done. I'm like, the verse is done. We have the verse. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, well, I just want to confirm he's going to send the files. I'm like, what do we want to talk to this dude for? <laughs> you about to get me. Like, he's going to think I'm corny, man. What are you doing? So he like hit him up. He's like, yo, the song was fire. This and that. I did it right away. Like, I, you know what I mean? This and that. And then like we ended up working with his management team on some other things. Like they was like, yo, the kid's dope. We could help him out doing this, this and this, A, B, and wow. C. And it worked out. So we got like a good relationship with them now. That's like, good. you know That's what dope. I mean? That was really That's dope. Lit. So I want to talk about Monster, which we played. Yes. Because when I first heard that sample, I was I was playing it with uh, Chris Fame Shout out to Chris Fame Who says that's also His favorite one on, on, on the album Thank you very much And I was like Yo where is that sample from Cause when I When you hear that Oh wow I was like What is this Ask him mm-hmm. And I was tearing up At the listening party Cause you were spitting The word I and mean I was, not, not, not only that But she always cries too uh, <laughs> She's right, a crier not, She is a crier Don't be spreading rumors Did you like um, At the listening party Or at the show At the, at the, at the listening party okay. Was the first time okay. I heard Oh it. the first time You heard it Okay yeah, So yeah. It, it hit you it hit me right oh, away yeah. And then when you were like Mouthing the lyrics And I was listening to it And I was like This record is like Larger than life Like This is the one That's Thank you. That's how I feel about that one And so I was looking it up And it was um, The sample is from A guy named Jacob Banks Yeah And his music is played on Power Yeah And you yeah. were just talking about Power Before we started Yeah And so I looked him up And he's really dope Yeah um, He's from Africa Yeah I think he's Nigerian yeah. If I'm not mistaken. So, um, but yeah, so going back to the song, take us through that emotion, like when you write, because that song is emotional. Yeah. It's it is. very emotional. It like, is. it's, I think that's like a closer. And yeah. then everybody's gonna be like crying, like chills. Because that's <laughs> right. how I feel, goosebumps. How do you tap into that? And then how do you get out of that? Because you could probably put yourself in a funk, because those are some deep rooted emotions. Yeah. And, um, that's why I love music. You know what I mean? Um, those are some things that I've wanted to say for a long time. Even like like the most powerful like things to me might not even be powerful to certain people, but like the the like to my old friends that used to sit and laugh. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like now now I'm not around, never Ooh. come around. I'm too good. Did I forget to add? Did what I had to do when subtracted you once I did the math? There was like instances in my life where like the people I cared most about would be behind my back talking about me. And that for me, like, it was so hurtful for me, like, all the time. And I would have to deal with that because I wasn't successful yet. So I would have to eat that on the chin and let, like, let them laugh in a sense, you know what I mean? And just be like, oh, I'm going to show them. So now that I'm here at this point in my career, man, like, when, that, when I got that record and the producer, like, told me, he's like, yo, this is a heavy sample. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't care. Like, we're going to get this handled so I can put this out. Like, mm-hmm. this is... It brought out this emotion out of me to like kind of say all the things that I I didn't I couldn't say you know mm-hmm. what I mean, 
And um, I just, I just, I love the record. Like it just, the music channels the emotion for me in a mm-hmm. sense. To when I, once I decide where I'm gonna go, that's when I dive deep. You know, once I realize, you know, as soon as I hear it, and I'm like, for every note that I ever heard, every dollar that I ever met, tell them I remember every word. Like I, I immediately sink into there. You know, mm-hmm. and now it's like anybody that ever did me bad, like any my exes mm-hmm. that want to see me. Who else is getting it on this record? You know what I mean? Because it's just like an unleash of emotion, and um, and and then you feel almost refreshed after it because then you hear it back and you let those emotions out. That's where the healthy part comes in after because this now the emotions are out. I feel almost free after the record's out now. Now I can scream that on stage and like I feel mm-hmm. so free now. I don't feel like that weight is on my shoulders of those thoughts, those things I've wanted to say for so long. You know yeah, what I mean? And it therapy. also, yeah, it's therapy. And it's also like every, em- the every empty promise emptied on us, every lie that was followed after, let's be honest, every plan that was put together just for commas. That had that stems from like Hold on, just finish that one real quick. Tell them I've been God. praying for the I've been praying for the best regardless. Telling God, let them sleep in their best pajamas. Nightmares of me winning is the best of commas. You know, that that stems from all the people that have come across saying they could do this, they could do that for this mm. much. And all the people that, you know, plans just for commas, just for their benefit. You know what I mean? And 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 the people that 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 feed you lies to your face when they tell you they're being honest. Like all those things, all those people that I, I can't necessarily name, I can't can't say their mm-hmm. name, but they know who they are. So I kind of just put them in a group <clears throat> in those lyrics. And uh, that's such a therapeutic song for me. And I don't have a pressure on this album, but that's my like, that's my release. That's the one that releases that's, for yeah, me. And survival. Yeah. Survival and Monster for me are like my release records, like big time. You know what I mean? Um, those are those are my like. And those. then Su- Sumo, I think is a is a radio hit too. Sumo's yeah, Sumo. Hard. Shout out Sky Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Sumo. But you don't do a lot of records like that. So, is your music purposely? I wouldn't say conscious, but I guess I'll use the word. Would conscious. you Would you call me a conscious rapper? I would think you call so. Me a conscious rapper. I, I think so. Yeah? I think you, you know, are. I, I, I as, as much as I would not want to do that you fall into that category just because your songs are so in debt so powerful you know what i mean okay which is a good thing no, no, in yeah, my yeah, book yeah. you know what i mean i like I, to hear like what people different people think i prefer you know, you know a conscious rapper over one of them rappers that's just you know saying whatever on the track yeah but mm-hmm. you know again that's my preference and to me you fall into that but i could also see you in a different light as well okay i was gonna say because your music is versatile because the bloody murder with uh with mary, mary gibson, gibson shout out to mary gibson shout out mary gibson yeah it's like voice. a dance hall it's like yeah. it's a it's tropical it's a vibe but yeah. then you have sumo that's kind of like more trappish i guess you would say but um your music is versatile and i feel like you don't really have a theme so is yeah. that something you do on purpose or do you just yes create? i do it on purpose i do like I, I i can't like if i already have look around i can't like look around and bloody murder like they were a little even those were a little those like, like for similar ladies. for me yeah. yeah like it was like look around is like you know we're together you need to see what you have because you don't want to lose it and bloody murder is like a breakup song so like even like i was like i can't have another like breakup like you know what i mean mm-hmm. i can't have another record like that like for me i like to kind of have i like to have a fruit tray of like yeah. different fruit you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. so like i don't expect one person to like 16 songs on the album because it's not meant for that mm-hmm. if i wanted a particular fan base to like every song 
you know, then I would cater to one fan base. If I if I catered, you know, if I did all all songs like Bodies, I would have the streets unlocked. If I did all chick songs, like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. If I did, you know, all of one style, I would have that that genre of of people. But I want to reach as many people as possible. You know, Drake. Drake's music is is versatile as well. Like you have mm-hmm. something like you know, uh, um, a back to back where like he's dissing somebody and it's a club record. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we've mm-hmm. never seen that in before. Nope. Like Ether was a was one of the greatest diss records ever, but Ether wasn't getting played in the club. That beat was trash. Do you know what <laughs> it does to somebody when like? Do you know what that what that time must have been for Meek? Like not only. Am I dissing you? But it's a number one hit, and it's, and it's getting played Everywhere. on the radio, and it's getting played in the clubs. That's versatility, and that's like the difference between Drake and everybody else. Like real mm-hmm. talk, right now, mm-hmm. that's why he's breaking these numbers the way he is. You know what I mean? And and it's just I want to be more than just a punchline rapper, or even I don't know. Like I, I don't know where the conscious lies in, but I I just never want to be like one thing. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I want to be able to like, and and it comes with sacrifice. Not everybody's gonna like every song, but some you gonna if you if you play my album and you're a particular guy or a person that mm-hmm. a woman that likes particular music, there's something on there for you. Yeah, that's why I think you're more of a versatile rapper, not more of a conscious rapper, because you have something on the album that can cater to everybody. Like mm-hmm. you have like the trap sound with the sumo. Yeah. You also have like the. I mean, even dope is a little dope. Trappish, right? Yeah, it's a little trap. Big deal. And then like big deals, big deal, big deals, a big deal. Got to the flag, so you said. Yeah, so you got Ah. you got something (laughs) that you can play with the play with the fellas, and you got some tracks that you can play with your lady, and then like you got some tracks that you can play with yourself because you're gonna be in your feelings after you hear it. Yeah. So you got those, and Mm. then you got the storytelling tracks at the end, like with the angels one, two, and three. So like you mix it up very well. I wanted to end people. it with a movie, like a, a yeah. kind of like a movie. Yeah. We're yeah. dropping a mini movie for Yeah, that's years. what I was oh, going to yeah? say. Are you going to yeah, drop like a, a visual for that? Because yeah. that's going to be It's going to be all together, one visual. Um, it's going to be as a mini movie, uh, like 12 minutes long. Um, right now, we're looking into the production team that's going to do it right now. I got like three different companies I'm looking into, but it's going to be big. It's going to be a bit pricey, but it's going to be so worth it. Like We're going to try to like literally submit it into the film festival and everything. Like, that's you know, going to be hard. It's going to be hard. So um, what is success to you? What is the moment where you said, you know, I made it or I still got this. And when this happens, I'll make it. Like, what is that moment for you? Or when was that moment for you? I think that moment for me went away when I stopped thinking about the bigger picture, about when I, I defined making it. I started to focus on every single day. Like, you know, what are we doing today for tomorrow? Because this is all we can control. I can't control next month. Like, I can say, by next year, I'm going... Like, all right, what are you doing right now to, to do that? Like, mm. what, are you, what are you doing today to make sure you're saying whatever next year is, next year is true? So day by day, I keep my head down. And then I, like, look up and I'll be like, that's what we were last year? Damn, that's what's up. And then I keep it moving. So, like, the success for me is very temporary. Like, oh, 25 million views? Great. Streams? Great. I got another 25 million over here that's waiting for me. So like it's never about like when this happens I made it like if we if we do the BT you know this or like like I was just at the um that the BT awards and like it's like like I'm around all these stars and it's like I I didn't make it like I I've been doing it every single day like I'm here today at the awards to make connections with this person this person this person this person and whatever it leads to tomorrow that's what I'm like you know what I mean so it's day by day keeping your head down doing what you need to do setting smaller goals 
and and not really worrying about what people consider making it or successful. Like whatever you're trying to accomplish, that's where you keep working towards, you know. And until you can be happy in what you're doing, like right now, I'm very I'm not satisfied, but I'm very happy with our progress and how far we've come. So it's really about letting that idea go in a mm. sense. Letting you go know. of like the timeline, yeah. The letting go of that. There's no expectation. Is we're doing everything we can every single day. We're moving. Great things are happening. We're positive, and and we're gonna keep things going. And if something something you know we run into another hurdle, or then we we find a way to get over it and we keep so it moving. What's next for you after the album is out? You're yeah. getting a amazing feedback. I've been know, looking at the hashtags. Yeah, everybody's cool. hashtagging 24 7 the big deal challenge and everybody's putting yeah. flexing. Make sure you go cop it, stream it, yes. check it out. 24 7 what's, sure But what's next it. for Flawless? Um, we're going to hit the road again. We're going to go back on the road um, at the end of August, early September. That's what we're putting together now. Um, trying to do a little 24 7 tour and then bring that towards like the end of the year. The end of the year is kind of shaky because everybody goes away like for break and home and Christmas. So after this tour, I'll be preparing for the top of the year. You know what I mean? Seeing what, seeing what happens and, and as far as this album goes, what the next step is. I'm always, you know, preparing for new music. The new music continues the touring. So for me, I'm always like about the new music because once I tour and you tour, you know, you go, you're going to go to different cities. For me being independent, I'm trying to hit these cities every four or five months. I can't go with the same show, right? Mm. Same songs. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, yeah, we've seen them perform this already. So you always want to like have new music, have something new to promote. So I'm always trying to have um, content out, whether it be, you know, interviews, like we're going back to Power 105. We're doing like that again. You know, we're doing bigger platforms like that. And then um, that's about it. Like, just continuing to just attack every single day, get the brand out there. You were on Shade 4-5 twice already, right? Was it? Yeah, I've been on there, like... More than that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Three small or flex. four times. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Small flex. Small flex. <laughs> now, we did uh, DJ Enough, Tony Touch. We did yes. DJ Who Kid. We did Lord Seer. Did you um, do K-Slay? We gotta get We haven't done K-Slay yet. We gotta get you Flex. Flex is next, for sure. Yo, listen. Flex is slacking on my boy. Slacking. He be you know what though? Some, it's all good because up there that I'd be like, yo, if it was my boy, yo, he would have <laughs> ripped it. Exactly. The only thing that I need is like, I just need the eyes, man. That's really like what it is. So like, any of those opportunities that we get, you know, we try to capitalize on and, and just do the best of our ability. But we definitely, we that that's coming. Um, the sway's coming. You know what I mean? Everything's coming, man. It's just, it's just one day at a time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Word. That's pretty much it. With that said, we're gonna do my favorite part of the show, which is pass me the aux. Hey. <laughs> so I'm passing the aux, and to be fair, I'm gonna pass you the aux, but you can't give a song off your album. Perfect. So we want to know what Flawless is listening to. So you're just going to give us one song. Okay. And one song that you enjoy. All right, word. Pass me the aux. Okay, okay. <laughs> I know a lot of artists, though, they say, while you look for the song, they say that they don't listen to music because it interrupts like their creativity. Well, or- I'm not... I'm not- I, that that is very true when you're in um when you're in album mode you'd never want to listen to music but I'm done with my album yeah feel me <laughs> so I'm good pass me the aux I'm gonna give you I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it friendly all the way we're gonna go with my guy J Rock mm-hmm. who just dropped shout out J Rock I did a whole 48 city tour with J Rock that's my guy that's my dude that I is was my, rocking with J Rock that, that album was dope you know J Rock 
Nah, I listened to oh. J Rock. <laughs> like, I don't know. You, know. you said my guy. I'm like for real. I'm nah, like, nah, what's your name? I'm gonna nah. hit him up right now. <laughs> hey, hit him man, up. Hit him up. Put him on the line right I'm, now. I'm, we can put him on the podcast. I'm with you, nah, right? <laughs> Five minutes is all we nah, need. He, he, that's a, that boy from Watts. I can't exactly. recall. Him. I set him up like that. He crazy. I never be good at Cali. No yeah, he was. He was one of them dudes that like you never know if he liked you. Like you'd be like, this guy like me, and then he's like, yeah, yeah, he. Because if he didn't like you, you'd know. <laughs> All right, cool. Because this, this guy's tough in the poker face. This guy's tough at breakfast. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Have a pancake, my you, guy. You pancaking <laughs> over eggs? Gang banging at breakfast? <laughs> yeah, we're going to go with that J Rock win. Congratulations win to him wins. on his yeah. album, on his success. Him and K Dot, man. It's, it was such a. When I saw him open the BET Awards, that's another thing too familiarity. Like when you see people that you have grinded with, like there, like he's opening the BET Awards, you know what I mean? Like he, he just dropped his album. It's his turn on TDE. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, wow. Like when I was on tour with Tech, K Dot was his hype man. K Dot was hype man and him. Mm-hmm. He didn't even have a set. You know what I mean? Like wow. that's how the world turns like mm-hmm. that fast. A kid that wasn't even on the tour that was a hype man ends up bringing Tech on out on his tour to like you know show him love when he's doing arenas like yeah. a year later. That's crazy. Fast forward a works. year, like you know what I mean. The the dude wasn't like so. Shout out to them. That was like the most inspiration I got out of the BT was this year was seeing J Rock open the set, like open the show, like like yo that's my guy, like that's crazy, like it's and he put a lot of time in, so he deserved it, man. Shout out to him. He did. He did. Christina put a lot of work in. Christina, what you going with? Uh, this week I'm gonna go with Travis Scott Wake Up featuring The Weeknd. The song is very, very sexy. That song is a vibe. So that's my song. Definitely. I've been listening to a lot of R&B, so, so that's the closest thing to R&B on the album. So that's my pick. Travis Scott Wake Up. Wendell, what we working with over there? Uh, I'm gonna go with P. Low. I'm gonna go with mm. No Idea. I've been vibing out to that to that album, that Prime album. Pilo, I never heard of him. I'm gonna have to yeah. do my own. Man, I'm gonna have to switch it up. You know, <laughs> you know, my Don't one of my favorite reggae bands is coming to Rhode Island September 9th. Um, nice, mm. Tribal Seeds off the uh, Roots Party. It's number two on the on the EP. It's called Gunsmoke. Check okay. that out. Okay, that number two on the EP. This, on the EP. This guy, Yo, I was. A reggae a, I went week. to Orlando, Babies. and my cousin took me to this uh, to this reggae club, and I played reggae for like a month straight. I, came back. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but I was like so caught up the vibes. Orlando, my guy. Orlando Yo. got the Jamaicans Yo. out there right now. It's it was crazy. so fire. Like they started doing like. Bob Marley and like everything and I was like yo this is so fire like yo. I'm smoking I'm like <laughs> I never want to leave here it's like yo and I got home and like I, I only played reggae in my car because of like the feeling it gave yeah. me dog mm-hmm. and my girl's like yo you've been playing this shit for like a week bro like <laughs> I'm like yo want to be loved Want to be loved? Yo, it's a I'm like, it's a yo, ride. this man, I love reggae, bro. So yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check link that up. out. You gotta, yeah, we gotta, we gotta chill. Yo, um, you know what I mean? Yo, play <laughs> some music. Bro, don't I got get you. I got you. I'm with it, bro. <laughs> yo, but you know, one thing I can't let you leave out here without no freestyle. Oh, we gotta man. get that freestyle. You gonna, you gonna put me on the spot? Right. Mm, of course. Come you. on, a, a rapping dude like you, we can't, we can't. I'm gonna really freestyle for you though. I didn't prepare anything. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just drop the album, I'm a problem. Now these rappers looking to solve them. Uh, yeah. Looking at me with your iPhones. 
I'm looking at them through my eye clones These rappers don't want no static I'm seeing this all they have it They know what it is They know that I grab it These opportunities mine <laughs> You know that I'm fine I grab your chick if she fine Is she a 9 or a 10? <laughs> I don't really remember when I don't like this beat but I cannot stop Don't pretend It's off the dome and I do it Cause I just done it, yeah I'm never likely or confronted, I'm here with BOA, yeah, spark a PVD, everybody seeing me, all up on the TV screen, and they wanna hate, but they can never debate, cause they just tryna relate, I'm just here from a scrape, I got scraped by jumping off of these cliffs, you don't know what it is, just tryna handle my biz, get up off of the kid, let me relax, let me do what I can, cause you don't understand, I'm just tryna be the man, from all right, and it ain't easy, believe me, they kinda greasy, and all these chicks trying to get me, but they be sleazy, nah Can't even trust her, don't even do it with a rubber Cause them bitches know they been sleazing up undercover Don't even cuss in my rhymes But I like the cussing at times <laughs> You know I'm by on my grind Just trying to shine They hear this freestyle, gonna be pressing rewind It's 10 o'clock and the deadline's going off That's why he turned the beat <laughs> right I thought he was gonna go acapella real right quick here. Mm. Classic. What's this? Mm. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about the Benjamins. These haters hating now they want to be my friend again. Yeah. I'm off the top like Michelin. They know the same like me. Uh, chick about the D like Michigan. Uh, I send her off and she telling me she missing them. Yeah, they know what it is because I got it locked. Can't really hear the beat. Can you turn me up a notch? Oh my God. I do it on the spot They seeing me, they know They ain't really that hot They don't really like it The cream of the crop I'm kinda peeking so I'm backing up the spot Yeah, I'm sitting here They know I'm on the table I ain't got chips here But I am willing to enable uh, I'm about to leave cause I'm off Didn't even get to finish smart water That's why I'm going dumb And they know where I'm from They know what it is They coming and they know I'm a gun They trying to switch me up really And they know it ain't fun If I don't rap for free I'm just getting these funds But I'ma bust a little freestyle Here for the fam Looking at me quick boy And get the palm of my hand Don't be talking that scrap Don't be talking that shit Cause you know just what it is I can handle it quick I got the mic in my palm Got it all on my arm They seeing me They going quick Just to ring the alarm I'm seeing Everything you trying to go and record Oh my god, I'm freestyling here Cause I've been bored I'm trying to get it back Hearing on the headphones Everybody see me in this Kind of like a dead zone Cause I'm killing all these rappers all around me Yeah Oh, oh. Hey. Hey. Yeah, I haven't freestyled in a while <laughs> <laughs> up? Y'all put me on the spot <laughs> Test And he Test. passed And he passed You're flying colors right there Test. You, you should have told me you was gonna give me a five fingers of death, dog. I've been ready for the switch up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, because I, I I wanted to give you that softer beat, you know what I mean? Yeah. To warm you up. For it's funny because I hated that that first one you played. I was like, I gotta rhyme to it, dog, because he played it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they be doing that at uh at Shade. I'd be like, uh Tony Tuss did that to me. He plays some wacky stuff. I'm like, some boom bap he's like yeah for sure I'm like alright <laughs> <laughs> I just rapped to this at school no, like, yeah. but you passed you passed that with flying yeah, colors my G yeah. I haven't floated in a while man that was nice thanks appreciate it well 20 floor 7 is out on all streaming platforms make sure you go cop it stream it 
Share yes. with a friend. Purchase it. You know, purchase Especially it. Especially if you're a local. P, we talk about this every Yo, week. Support, support your, your local local artists. You know what's crazy? I, I actually seen an interesting thing. I want to, real quick, right? We got one more minute, right? One minute. Somebody posted my stuff from here. Mm. And somebody was in the comments like, oh, why are you, why are you um, supporting somebody that don't give a F about you? And it was just weird. Like I, I just watched it, right? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say anything because I don't participate. I don't participate in the trolling, right? So I just, I observe. I don't say nothing. But that mentality is so crazy to me because do you support the New England Patriots? Mm. Mm. So the Patriots come to your crib and like, <laughs> what, they pay your bills? Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, a per- mm-hmm. how do you like? What do you mean? Like, support a person that doesn't give a crap about you? Like, if I don't know the person, or like, you know what I mean? Like, do you support? Burger King, like, like, what is, like, what does that even mean? So, like, people that are from here have that mentality, like, a mm-hmm. lot, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. as if I don't know, like, well, they say you're dick riding, you're a groupie. yeah, like, if you're That's from here, you're not, right you're not, like, they don't want to put you. On a pedestal above anybody that's from here because they, you're from here too. They want to look at, but it's not about putting on a pedestal. It's about supporting somebody trying to do something that brings more light to the city. You know what exactly. I mean? And um, it's the mentality is really fun up here, man. Mm. I think it's changing though. I think we're seeing the PVD loves at an all time high. I'll tell you that. Right yes, now. It's, it's changing right the now. The pride, the PVD pride, is at an all time high. Facts. It is that the highest is, I've seen it. That and it's least. crazy. Like a. A lot of people is proud to wear that PVD of Providence. Or proud to say you're from here. Yeah, and I salute you for actually like putting that on. And like, and, and that. anybody that says like, let me just make that clear. Like, there's there's some people that say like, oh, he turned his back on the city and like, I left and like, I don't like. That's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard in my life. I put this city like on the forefront of everything I've ever. It's done. on almost every track. I you mean, it's about on your name. I've ever it's done. on your name. There's not one thing I've ever done that I've not. Literally made sure people knew where I was from. Like this, this literally like all the team backpack stuff, mm-hmm. like all that. Like I've always let people know, so like they can bet that right now. You know, I I definitely like put on for the city. So. so you've been in the game for eight years, right? Way more. More than that? Yeah. But like I'm talking like officially. Yeah, I've been. Um, I moved to Atlanta eight years ago. So technically, when I moved to Atlanta, I've been touring for seven years. Okay, so so you need. I would say you three need more two years. Two and a half more. Okay, we can and you'll two. you'll you'll be you'll be where you need to be. Okay, I predict the same. We we said it here. We said it here first. Yeah, like you me talking about how long I've been taking it like serious. You're saying yes. Yeah, it's yeah. eight years. Yeah, of like serious, serious. Usually hard takes work. ten years for s- a real grind, though. A real mm-hmm. grind. Right? Yeah. Facts. Almost You'll be there. there. You got there. I see people like I'm gonna keep grinding. I'm like, when did you stop? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, get it together. Let's go. Flawless. In the <laughs> <I'm> building. <here. laughs> we out here. Let's go. Spark up PVD. Spark up PVD. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. you. Always, always. I want my shirt. Ah, uh, see? <laughs> got you have to come merch. back in two years and let's see what happens. <laughs> <In> two years. <laughs> <laughs> got you some merch to send on tour. <laughs> for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There we go. And you Thank know, you, like guys. I, thank you, Flawless, for showing up. Thank you, family. We appreciate it. And like I always tell our listeners, thank you for listening. Y'all the best. Keep listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share, subscribe. Let's and you know it. what it is. Yes. But that said, we out. We out. we out, baby. Yo, you already know what it is. It's your boy with Bands. Thank you for listening to this episode of Spark Up PVD. Make sure you check us out at www.sparkuppodcast.com. You already know what it is.